0: Episode of your favorite podcast. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And we are your two friendly, favorite neighborhood... I almost got caught up. <laughs> <laughs> neighborhood calls Negroes. Here for another episode of your favorite podcast where we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the public circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure this thing called life out. Brian! Yes. How are you?
1: Man, it's always a great day to be black, man. Uh, in the land of the living. Uh, I feel really churchy today. Yeah. Um. So I've been listening to I'm about to say, wait, I'm gonna say, say I've been listening to hella gospel music recently. That's okay. It's <laughs> okay to say, and not song. just gospel, like choir, and mm. just give us, you know, those are things that I've been mm. listening to recently. So, you know, I know it may be a theme with this episode, but uh, I'm I'm just feeling real churchy.
0: So. Can I tell you what I've been having a chokehold on me? What? what? Alexa, play <laughs> Kirk Franklin. It's time on Joshua's Echo Dot. <laughs> 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 Ooh, so Kirk don't give us many real gospelly numbers. Mm-hmm. This thing right here, Ben. Remember, I was late walking to my gym session. What do you have to send me up right now? I love a good. I love, I love a good. You know, like almost like a choral type of thing. Mm-hmm. Alexis, stop, girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just like telling that white woman what to do.
0: <laughs> no, Alexis, black. You in my house? Your color. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you came from, but you come in this house. Your color. No, remember, I just scream from this here desk and to, <laughs> to be like, play me something. You know, I feel you though, but no, seriously, I was. What was I doing yesterday? I was doing, oh, I was, Um. oh, I was listening, re-listening to our episode from last week. Uh-huh. And I think the moment where um, you say you just want to be happy and I start going through the song mm-hmm. is on that album. Okay. So, bro, I went to that song just to get it out of my head and it kept playing. And mm-hmm. that joint was next as I pulled up into the parking lot at 5.55 a.m. Look at God. I was in that thing stuck. Mm. <laughs> Justin even texted me, said, "You still coming?" I said, mm-hmm. "I'm in my, my contract <laughs> to get myself together." <laughs> just worshiping, <laughs> bro. That song really does. And then zacardi and Tasha just—it's—and that's one of his ones that's theologically sound. It follows scripture. <laughs> it's just—it's rich. It's it's, choir-y. it's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I forgot what I was. I forgot what I was about to ask you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but let, let's transition to something a little bit ratchet. Okay. We were talking about homecoming last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, here, this weekend for you. Yeah, none of that matter because mine is this weekend. <laughs> this are, weekend. are you
1: going to talk about that in self-care um, or you got something else about it's self-care?
0: Mm, we can talk about that in self-care, I guess, if you want to. <laughs> I'm just saying, because you, you, you got to really get ready for homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. You know, I was finna get this hair braided, but uh-huh. I decided, mm, I'm mm. going to save that because I'm going to Afrotech in November and I want to, I want to, Where's that? Austin. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. I want to whip my hair back and forth <laughs> <laughs> while I'm in Austin, Texas. But no, mm-hmm. I'm. Um, I got a manicure for Friday morning. Hello. My haircut Friday afternoon. Somebody invited me to a day party. I said <laughs> my haircut on into three. I can't do nothing before then. I can't do <laughs> nothing before. So I ain't had no haircut since my birthday. Mm. And uh, it's just it hadn't been intentional. I just I go through those seasons like because I don't go a lot of places. Right. I attend a church that allows me to wear a hat. You know, I don't I don't go into an office. So I'd be like, if I could save that little $60. Yeah. Now my boys go consistently because of course. Mm-hmm. But like me, if I got an event coming or, you know, sometimes I just want to do self-care, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I feel like, you know what, Josh, let's save some money. Right. Because after this, I ain't get my hair cut until I go back out of town for work. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know. It's, yeah, it's I, a deviation I get it. from who I used to be, but it's mm-hmm. who I am now. It's yeah, and
1: it's now. all right. We, transitions, changes, you know, maturation, understanding you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: how things are. Um, listen, I, I I get a haircut and then I have little edgers and if I can just edge my beard up just so it's not just hair on my face, I've been doing that because you know, it's just like even though haircuts are like self-care, yeah. but like sometimes it's like that's a process. You got to Book the appointment, you gotta and my barber's not close. So like I gotta get in the car, yeah, I nigga, that that nigga, man,
0: He's in downtown Atlanta. Yeah. So
1: with um, terrible
0: parking, by the way. Lance, <laughs> I love you. But my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: but that's basically because you know, so I'm them going out of town next week's weekend again, and I'm probably You've not been in out America. of town a
0: lot, man of God. Listen. Who flying you out? Traveling you? <laughs> my job. <laughs>
1: Traveling shoes, Lord.
0: Uh, I pedal my food. traveling shoes. Traveling
1: shoes, Lord. The God. song didn't tell us where we was going. Not a place. Maybe the, we're going on the highways and the byways.
0: I was about to ask you that. Did the saints ever tell us where the hedges <laughs> and the highways took us? And
1: <laughs> like, why are they oh, the hedges? Like Lord, why, what are the, what are the hedges?
0: Why, why is it? Why is this a bushy journey? <laughs> I <don't, laughs> when I think of hedges, I think of shrubbery. <laughs> right.
1: Like I, I don't understand it, Jesus.
0: My God. Okay. Okay. Well, song of the week. Okay. I ain't gonna sing it this time. All right. Only because, again, I think I'm choosing a song that's not like universally known. Okay. Um, I don't want it to be messed up, but you think the song is but <coughs> because it's <laughs> because of the way that I'm singing it. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna press play. I got queue it queued up. So we're ready. First time by Magic got me up. Quarter got me backed up.
1: Trap music got me masked up And on the gas, boy, still hit And this woman be
0: attractive Forty million be erected Postal call got me seen clear When the water lit Boy, still dipping. for light oh, But Release that door for me but Down that road for me Release that home for me King spoke to me Yeah, you're showing me All I believe in is to right? I, I know And this is supposed to happen It's right in my face, so I grab it that is "Let It Go" by Molly Music. I thought it was so appropriate because um, the song pretty much talks about like the the duality of humanity mm-hmm. and being presented with all of these things, and like the the strength and discipline that it takes to actually. Like, just to exercise discipline, right? And to yep. walk this walk. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we'll... That'll make more sense, the theme of that, as we get into today's um, conversation a little bit later. But just shout out to Molly Music for half a second. Yes. Um, I know he's out here being a brand new dad because he just had a baby recently. Um, but, like, musician part ex of You hear mm-hmm. me? He rarely misses. He yeah.
1: rarely misses. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mo- Molly... Yeah, shout out to the Molly Molly, man
0: I think yeah. we said on this I think we were talking about If we could really sing Like somebody who's out there Who would it be And like I think Molly was my choice Like I really like that grit That sound Um, His runs and stuff Are always really clear He can take you mm-hmm. to church He can yeah. do R&B He's done that mm-hmm. um, Oh, clearly Oh, cause that song With Jazz Sullivan Is so good To be loved, by, to be by, loved you. by you To be loved by you Woo so good. It is so that
1: that album was a solid piece of work. Oh, it's body so, work.
0: It's so good. Can, oh, can I just do this? <laughs> can I, can you take your heart? Trust me, you'll break your heart. And yes.
2: So underrated.
0: Jesus. <laughs>
2: when we say play love.
0: Come on,
1: Catherine.
2: Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me
0: stop. It's so that, good.
1: Yeah, I'm just honestly convinced that the hand of the Lord is on Jadwin Sullivan's throat. Oh, absolutely. Like, one of my favorite singers of all time. If I mm-hmm. didn't hear one voice, Jadwin Sullivan would be that
0: person. Without a doubt. Ooh, you made me think about something. So okay. I told you pre show. Mm hmm. I was decorating my office. Okay. And so I was on Etsy. Okay. And I saw one of the little buyers. You can do like, I'm doing a music wall. So I just want okay. a vinyl player and all that kind of stuff. It's on brand. And, it's on brand. You know, and you could do like <clears throat> a picture, a printout of like the album cover mm-hmm. has the artist name, the album okay. name, and the track listing. So it okay. only comes in three. Okay. I'm getting nine. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> okay. Now six are in my cart. Okay. And can you think who those six could be?
1: Okay, so let me see here. Beyonce? Yes. Chance the Rapper? Absolutely. Kurt Franklin? Of course. Al Green? Not yet. Okay. Uh, Maddie's Girls? Yes, for sure. Um, uh, Let's see here. Three Six Mafia? Mm-mm. Okay. Um shoot 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 shoot. Anita Baker? No, no. Ooh, but no. Okay. Um shoot. I think who else? Any any of them g- gospel? Left? No more gospel yet. No more gospel. Okay, so I throw those out. The Atkinses Um
0: Oh yeah, you can take the Atkins out. <laughs> you can take them out.
1: Um shoot. I'm kinda stumped at this point. Um Kanye? I just, I just, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: Don't give me the look of death. Uh, <laughs> let me let me just put you at your misery clearly, <clears throat> clearly you are uh Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> um Chance Rapper's coloring book, um D'Angelo's Brown Sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see like, Um Kurt Franklin Hero. Mm, good album. Um uh, The Clark Sisters must live in vain, all five plus Maddie Moss on the front. Um, <laughs> and <Shadow>. yeah, <laughs> um and Beyonce's four. Oh, okay. Is That's that solid. six? Did I say six? Is that six? I think so. I think mm-hmm. it's six. Um if I didn't, I'm missing one. I can't remember everything that I said. But um the last three that I've been like tussling with is you called out some of them. Okay. Um Al green mm-hmm. Um I can't decide which album yet. When the smoke clears, three six mafia. For mm-hmm. sure. Erica Badu, um, her live album. Um, I didn't think about Anita Baker making it. I feel like I enjoy Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I enjoy a complete body of work from Anita Baker. Please don't I, kill me, Auntie Anita. I feel like that's accurate though. I, I I usually go I
1: usually go with her greatest hits. Like Yes. I go with her greatest hits. I'm not And gonna I'm
0: lie. actually and that's kinda why I'm stuck on Al Green too, because like out of all of his albums, I like three or four songs from every album. Mm-hmm. And, and some of them are not your ones that you, like, the world knows. But, like, mm. he has one album where I literally press skip, like, five times. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> they're not bad songs. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's just, like, you know. So that's one um, where I'm kind of stuck with. But like, Erica Badu. Like, that live album probably will make it. Because that, I don't skip anything ever mm-hmm. on that. Like, ever. Just press play. Uh, I just press play. And then, um, you know, I love Chris Brown. We got to talk mm-hmm. about that Chris Brown fame versus X conversation that was in the thread maybe a month or we- so ago. <laughs> But yeah, that was good. That was a good I was looking for something in our text thread, and I that popped up, and I was like, "Ooh, we gotta discuss that." Um, but like, do I go to Chris Moran Do I give him a space? Do I, you know, do I do Walter Hawkins Love Alive because mm-hmm. that means a lot to me, that album, mm-hmm. um, and then with gospel, like Ty. Defined yeah. an era of my life You know what yeah. I'm saying Which one yeah. of those do I choose Right yeah. Well it wasn't quite the fusion it was Right it was A little bit before It was a little bit before My church scandal So <laughs> Fresh <laughs> <wasn't>, <laughs> It definitely won't be fresh <laughs> Fresh did have a defining moment In my life And it and it quite literally Went away after that um, What else So that's, a, that's a, As you would know Brian If you had to narrow mm-hmm. it down To like just nine albums That would oh, live that, on your wall forever That would be it will be tough. Yeah, I like rotate. Um, I have one, two, uh, I have twelve on my what Yeah, I have twelve, and I rotate them joints because it's just. It's, and see, that's the difference. So I thought about doing like what you have and do like the vinyls, and you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually doing like these printed pictures, yeah. so it makes it even more difficult because it has. Well, I can buy another one. Yeah. Um, it has this kind of more permanent effect about it. Yeah, like a you tattoo. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. very much so. Mm-hmm um so but anyway but to answer your question directly uh or to respond to you saying what voice i probably would lean with anita baker okay only because she's not my favorite voice but as you know her voice does something to me and i yeah. think it's more so her songs and i was just listening to same with love mm-hmm. the other day um right. not even the other day last night <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's it's super 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 fresh on my brain Right about now, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, getting this office together has been interesting. Um, yeah, it's your own space. Like, how do you feel about that? You know, in a lot of ways, it's liberating. In a lot mm-hmm. of ways, it is. It is self care, and then sometimes I feel selfish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm defining this space just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to lean into like I, I'm not an imposter in my own home, and we can have a different conversation about right. that. Because we feel can like have that's a, conversation a conversation
1: about, about sometimes self care feels selfish, but it's not selfish.
0: <laughs> it's not. It's not. Now but there have been moments. Home. That's, good. Um, that's good. Write,
1: write these down.
0: Yeah, there, there, there could there have been moments where Ashley was like, "Ooh, what about my stuff?" But I think we had very clear conversations pre moving in that this would be my office, and mm-hmm. and because it's sitting downstairs in a more public area. That she would have input in helping decorate it, right. but ultimately, like it would be, the the decisions would be mine, mm-hmm. um, the last decisions, the final decisions, That's fair. So, um, but anyway, it's but that's you know that's how that is. But um, if there's nothing else, yeah. um, you ready to go into a lesson report and talk about some black excellence? Oh, let's do it. Let's go.
2: Yeah.
1: Alright, we're here at the Blessed Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things and as you know, we love black people. We love making history, we love shouting out the things that we do. Oh, yeah. uh, if you are a black business owner and you want to shout you out or you know somebody, send us a DM, a message or whatever and they may have the privilege of getting a bless up here on the podcast. Um, we are blessing up some folks, friend of the podcast, friend in real life. Um, a company you may have heard something about, and they actually dropped this information. But he without dropping it on this podcast, just to let you all know. Uh, but we're going to bless up Black and Bold, uh, Pernell and Rod. They are the founders of Black and Bold. It's a a coffee mm-hmm. and tea company. They have all the kind of great things for coffees and teas. Um, me, you, and Chris—we're we talking about you know Black and Bold this morning. Oh yes, I'm a great, to, great to, recording um and we do drink black and bold that's my coffee of choice it is black owned it's beautiful packaging but last year was the last year on the podcast
0: yes last year around Uh, this time
1: around this time yeah rod rod uh came on the podcast said hey i got some big news i can't share it but just to let you know by this time next year something along the lines uh i'm we have something major we're gonna tell you all about so stay tuned so he kind of told us on the podcast. We kind of had the first news here first. Uh, what what was the name of the episode? Uh, Hebrews, Hebrews, <laughs> great name. We, we come up with some great names for the episode. So go back and listen to Hebrews. That was a really great conversation. And was aside though, guest. that was also yes.
0: when our um, our social um, our graphic designer was sick. So we ended up oh, having such yes. a great episode with a very mediocre flyer.
1: <laughs> it, yes, shout out to our graphic designer who always comes through in the clutch. And that was the, Do we send it to some? Was it like we didn't want to did a backup? Graphic we did design? At that some time?
0: random backup person. And yeah, it, was and it was terrible.
1: So shouts out to Rod. We need to have Rod back on so we can get you know give him another opportunity to to do a, another photo yeah. uh, <laughs> flyer. Um, so yeah, go out, check that out. So black and bold. Just reason why I'm blessing them up because we all know Black Panther is coming soon, November 11th, uh, and of course it only makes sense. Um, Josh with the Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm getting my dashiki only...
0: clean now. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm getting my dashiki clean. Oh, so I can yeah. wear it to the... Uh,
1: what Listen, you thought I said? I, I don't know what you said. <laughs> okay. We, we yeah. do all the things. We are we are ready for it. Um. But we are excited because um, Black and Bold pretty much put out an announcement saying they're excited to announce that they are the official coffee licensee yeah. for the upcoming Marvel Studios Black Panther Quantum Forever film. They are honored to have the privilege to be a part of an incredible cultural phenomenon that has helped people feel represented, included, and proud. Um, they actually also now, for those I know, we, we those of us French press drinkers, they also now have K cups that are available for those that need the coffee on the run, on yes, the quick. Yeah, uh, you don't have the five minutes or so to do the French press. But please check out um, Black and Bold. I get mine from Target. From Target. I'm pretty sure Josh and Chris will get theirs. We just we I get mine from
0: the Target. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Sometimes the Amazon when I'm lazy. But I've gotten it from Amazon. Uh, but yeah, check it out, Black and Bold. Pernell, Rob, we appreciate you. We support you. We salute you. Um and that is the bless up report.
0: Amen. So bless up to our um, frat brother, Ross
1: specifically. Yeah, um, to good noobs. Uh, yeah. One thing. Um, I don't know if anybody passed away this week.
0: I don't think nobody did. Uh, um, I mean, somebody did. Somebody. But I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't think. I don't, I don't think no no was no in the rest of the,
1: the <laughs> Right. Have, have flown up out of here. Somebody done went up. Went to went somebody.
0: To somebody died as we speak. And, and we somebody went p- down to hell. And somebody is burning as we speak, <laughs> both in the both in their pants and their spirit. But that is a different conversation for a different day. Uh, we gonna bunny hop on over to the billboard, and we are gonna start off with some mess. George mm. Floyd sues Kanye West. His family does. Um, the family just was announced Tuesday. Yesterday, side note, Brian. Before we yes. get into the mess, you want to know what today is? What is today? And we sing, we sing her song often. We think about how we still here, Dorinda. It is Dorinda Clark Cole's birthday. Look at God. <laughs> she is sixty-four years old and look. fine as she wanna be. Ain't she? <laughs> yes, she is. As I look back over my life, yes, you are still here, woman of God. We love you. Did you say that to, And shout out to Shalea. Who played Dorendra in the Lifetime movie. A wonderful job. That, <laughs> wonderful That, that job. suicide scene. That, wonderful
1: that, job. That, 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 that attempted. I don't know if it was an attempted That thought of suicide scene. was, <laughs> was something of the We're we, we
0: not going to minimize. We're not going to minimize.
1: <laughs> We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. It's on I think it's on Hulu too. The, the, is it uh, on Hulu now? I think either Hulu or Netflix. One of the things. I need
0: to go rewatch it. I need to go mm. rewatch it. It was good. Okay. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I, it felt rushed in the last 20 minutes, but I enjoyed it. Listen, um, George Ford family, Suze, yay. Uh, the fellow of George Ford announced that yesterday, Tuesday, that they will file a $250 million lawsuit against, um, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. um, following comments that he made about George Floyd's death on the podcast Dream that podcast is all over the place um yeah. i'm you know shout out to them and their success but i just have a hard time listening because it's just as the, the drunker. The, i think the beauty of it brian mm-hmm. is the drunker that they get the more that the people reveal yes but it's also the drunker they get that the like the more the less tame to come and not tamed as in holding back but less tamed as in people just talking all over each other the sound the bam, 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 is going off randomly, and I just be like, yeah, "What am I supposed to be listening to?" It's just yeah. I can't pinpoint what I'm listening to. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Roxy Washington, Um, Kanye said some very damaging things on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, um, yeah, I just, just say it that way. Say some very damaging things. So, Roxy Washington, the daughter of George Floyd, plans to sue. Uh, his business partners, and his associates for harassment, misappropriation, defamation, and infliction of emotional distress, um, seeking the $250 million payout. Um, This is based on a statement from um, her attorney. Brian, I know how you feel about Ye. Any thoughts about the lawsuit? Um, I don't know if it's going to be able to do anything.
1: Uh, You know, I'm do anything glad to stop him or
0: do anything just in general? Do anything
1: to stop him, do anything to, in general. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they get some money out of him. I hope they, uh, I hope they I win. Am, it. Yeah. Yes, I'm I am anti-Kanye at this point. I'm the, the biggest issue with me in life right now is okay. his That's first problems were really good. <laughs> yeah. Not the biggest issue, but one of the issues. <laughs> <I> said, oh, <laughs> one of the issues is like I said, in life. No, mean? not that one of the issues is like his first his first four albums were just so good. And oh yeah. The, um the college dropout, we were talking about one of the albums that like I just is the one of the loves of my musical life. You know, I, I can I can, you know, I can separate the music from the person.
0: Yes. Um, but yeah. it's
1: just hard and then also on top of that, um I, I'm I am a drinks champs fan and Nori and um the other dude that's on there, they play themselves by putting Bring Kanye on. Like y'all they were chasing Views and listens, and then you want to come back and walk back and say, "Oh, we shouldn't have done it," and you are gonna pull the episode and stuff like that. You knew what you was doing. You 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 celebrated the views. You celebrated the hits. Yeah. Then when the fire came, you want to be like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I should have said something." Like, no, like if 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 LeBron James is smart enough to record an episode with, with Kanye, and be like, nah, "No, nope, this, this wasn't I mean. it," <laughs> and pull it before it even airs, then like that. Y'all that makes sense. You should have did the same thing because you knew mm-hmm. he was going. You gave him, you gave him a platform to keep saying stuff like, and that's what was, was bothersome over some views and some clicks. So Nori played himself on that too. Um, I don't know if that was my greatest conversation, but Nori
0: Nori played himself. Yeah. Anyway, but that's what that is. Um, going keeping the thing with problematic celebrities, Nicki Minaj. Oh. Jesus. She was yet in another feud with yet another woman in rap. So girl. she took to, she took to Instagram Live. See, This is where some of y'all messed up going Instagram Live. Messed set y'all up
1: mm-hmm. every
0: single time. She, she went to girl. Instagram Live and she was talking about her recent songs. So, you know it's Grammy season, Brian. It is. All the girls are submitting songs for our consideration. Mm-hmm. Not really my consideration because we, we we don't know about it but we're committed. But anyway, for consideration, right? And um, her recent song "Super Freaky Girl" has had a lot of commercial success. You know, it was the first what well, rap song to top the Billboard 100 since um, Lauren Hill had one up there and all that different kind of stuff. So like, it's been whether you like the song or not, it's been successful. And it's mm-hmm. been argued that Nicki has not had a hit solo, and she's like broke all that, right? Uh, so that's regardless of what we like the song. The numbers are the numbers. And the, you know, the strings and the, you know, this are what they are, right? Mm -hmm. So I've listened to the song, Brian. Have you listened to the song? Yes. Okay. And so while it samples Rick James, it is very much a rap song. Nicki ain't singing on here. Mm -hmm. She is rapping. Again, doesn't matter how you feel about her bars, she Mm -hmm. is indeed
1: rapping Rapping. on the song. song.
0: For some reason, she submitted it as best rap song the Grammys informed her that it would be moved to pop. Okay. Um, and I think she has a right to be upset about that. Yep. Because it is not a pop song. And to me, it seems as if this movement downs, doubles down rather on the Grammys seemingly, allegedly, mm-hmm. having a personal vendetta against Miss Minaj. Because it makes no sense where Mm -hmm. she messed up was she started making comparisons so her first comparison was cool because this particular song it's not up for consideration this year it's an old song it's already won was drake's hotline bling okay she was like drake Drake does sing the entire Mm -hmm. song yes it kept it in the rap category
1: Mm -hmm.
0: then she went on to use lotto's big energy where a lot of raps on Big Energy. I don't really like Big Energy as a song, um, but it was a it was a big song. Uh, but there is a lot of singing on Big Energy. So Nicki was like, "If if Big Energy stays in rap,
2: y'all uh-huh. need to
0: keep Super Freaky Girl in rap. Right? If if, if Freaky Girls move to pop, y'all need to move Lotto to pop." Now, again, I'm not mad that Nicki is questioning what's happening with. With her song. Right. I don't think that you needed to bring Lotto or anyone else, considering what we learned about their history. Right. I don't think it was necessary to mm-hmm. bring her and that song into the conversation. Right. Because whether you believe it or not, it's not going to help or it's not going to hurt your case anymore, but it's not going to help you, I don't think, either. Because right. if the Grammys made their decisions, whether we believe it's personal or not, and that decision is pretty much what it is. Yep. Um and so from that, Lotto came out, was like, hey, what's going on? She ended up texting her directly and they end up going back and forth and
1: really dragging
0: each other through the mud unnecessarily. Right. Um, you know, and just, just all kind of stuff. So Brian, what are your thoughts these days now about how Nikki at her almost 40 year old age is moving it, and navigating these
1: spaces? It's just it's just unnecessary. Yeah. Um it's really unnecessary. Um and it, it just keeps getting worse. Like she yeah. keeps just it's just it's like like every week it's something. Every week it's this person. Every week it's that person. And it's like I get it. Like you should be upset. Um, if you feel that you're being un- uh, treated unfairly. Um, we know the Grammys is, is, is for years has as can't make up their mind can't decide what they yeah. want to do. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're inconsistent. It's unfair in most cases. Um, even though they've added more diversity to the Grammys, it's just not it still has many flaws and many issues. Um, I always, I said all the time, Nikki's biggest issue is the fact that she just, she doesn't walk in, in, in her statue. So yes. Yeah. She wants to be honored and regarded as this great in, in hip hop. But yeah, she just, she stoops down to just the lowest. And the lowest crazy thing is,
0: is that she is like, even Lotta was like, I looked up to you. I did this. I did this. And was like, but now this makes me see you exactly differently. You know what I'm saying? So like you (laughs) are like what she wants to be. A lot of people she already is, but the but her legacy is going to eventually be so crowded by all these antics Mm -hmm. that we're gonna forget. And again, love or hate Nikki, you can't deny the impact she's had on hip hop. Yep. Particularly women's hip hop, right? So um and I get it You know what I'm saying Like And you can choose Cause I'm sure Beyonce Gets some requests For remixes and stuff That she don't always accept But we don't hear About those things mm-hmm. um, The only time Beyonce responds Is when it's like Legal and money Yep Like when Right said Fred came out Talking about She didn't get That song clear But them niggas Posted on their own Instagram Tell my how excited They was for the Collaboration Of right. Superstar Like mm-hmm. Y'all just trying To be relevant You know yep. what I'm saying and She And So she came out And said A, B, and C Even with the Khalees thing Like Beyonce wasn't wrong But But Beyonce, she wasn't wrong legally. Uh-huh. I don't think she was wrong because you can you do whatever you want to do. But right. She wasn't wrong legally, but, you know, to kind of ease the drama, she didn't have no big statements. You know what she did? She took the interpolation <laughs> off, and she moved And she moved, and she moved on. on. You know what yes. I'm saying? Now, Kalise, you have, like, no, your only relevance is now you complain because the, because the whether people believe was on your side or not, the majority of the world's gonna side with Beyonce. Yep. And I'm not saying that Kalise was wrong. I think Kalise took it too far. Yep. I'm not saying that Belice, Khalees was wrong. Anyway, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, and I'm not saying that Beyonce is the standard. What I am saying though is that you see people like Beyonce, Rihanna, um, other, even like even outside of Lil Kim's beef with Nicki, like Lil Kim and responding to every single thing people are, like, and look, no. we can say a lot of things about Lil Kim. Particularly oh, so about many. how she looks right now. Right. Now, a lot of people do come. A lot of people do come in mm-hmm. on little Kim, but like what she she's not feeding into every single comment, every single blog, every single person that right. does this because why? She understands who she is. Right. Right. And I think when you have so I think and I and y'all know me I enjoy Nikki, but I think her insecurities are consistently showing. Yeah. And you know she talks about Missy. She talks about Lauren but lauren hill ain't up here arguing with folks they ain't talk up with, here Yeah, they, they're not doing that like we always talk about how lauren hill is always late and gonna be show up somewhere five at five days later right. and what does she do keep showing up five days later <laughs> she, like, she, right. she's like she's like what she does like, it's it what is. she does she tell y'all i gotta be in the zone i gotta be in the mood right she got whatever right. whatever her zen is she got to get there and right. we've come and, to accept that and when you go to a lauren hill show You're taking the risk. (laughs) Right.
1: I'm going to even add another one. Like, some of her her teammates, like Wayne. Wayne and Drake. And Drake. Like, Drake will... Will he may do a sub here and there, but he's not going back and forth he's on not social media. To be on Twitter
0: tweeting. Yeah, he people. gonna wait.
1: Maybe put it on a, on a song, something. You know what I'm saying? But he's not gonna be on on social. And media what artist
0: there. hasn't done that? Even Beyonce right. with the Tiffany yeah. Haddish. She called her out about the NDA. Like yeah, even like Beyonce, who does not talk to the public anymore. She don't mm-hmm. care about us regular people. Right. Like like you said, put we don't it exist. in the music. <laughs> you know whether it's it ain't gotta be a whole diss track, a subliminal little note or something like that, and going on about your business, right? Um, so so I don't think she needed to compare what's going on to anybody, but right. le- leaving it at the Drake comparison was enough. And mm. even if you did bring up Lotto, which I'm not gonna say is an invalid argument, right? But if you did bring it up, when well, she responded to you, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. in the dm via text message y'all could have had a conversation like hey no ill will intended you know what i'm saying however our songs you know you sing a little bit more of your song so right. i'm just trying to figure out from a grammy perspective if my song is considered pop how did big energy remain rap like and mm-hmm. it's just saying, i want you to stay in rap i don't want you to get moved lotto i'm just trying to see right. how on earth did they keep yours there and move mine mm-hmm. and i just wanted to make the point in yep. terms of the type of song. Like that's a mature conversation. Yeah. I would just no use, your, you, yeah, I would no use you as a you. scenario. Yeah, I just I'll just use you as a point because your song because she even went on to talk about um how artists she wants to hear more artists, rap artists tap into singing more and stuff like that. So like she started making some points that made sense and so it's like we'd be won to be on your side until you mm-hmm. give us reasons to not be on your side. <laughs> So I'm just like, oh, I, I just hated it. I just hated it. And then, you know, like you said, and then she, she's arguing with all these other girls, and what well, not girls, these women. Um, right. You know, and stuff. And it seems like, you know, what would happen if all the women that Nikki got into with came together and did a joint diss track? Like, <laughs> Ether. They would, <laughs> if like Kim, Cardi, Lotto, Remy, um, they all got on the track, <laughs> right? Because M- there's a ledge that something's not right in the water. They fell out. Too. Like you falling yeah. out with
1: everybody. Like you're literally falling out with everybody. And it's like at at something. My mom used to always say, at one point, if everybody's falling out with you, you the problem. You the problem. You the problem. You are the problem. You are the common denominator. Um, you can't get along
0: with nobody. Not one person. So anyway, uh, moving on to that. Um, standing the theme of Grammys, our friend at least for the podcast we're no mars Yeah i decided to pull silk sonic and the six sonic boys um (laughs) out of the grammys he said to billboard this is what he said he said um we truly have put our all on this record but silk sonic would uh, like to gracefully humbly and most importantly sexually (laughs) back out (laughs) of submitting our album this year that's what he said to billboard um uh, we hope we can celebrate with everyone on a great year of music and partake in the party. Thank you for letting Silk Sonic thrive. Um, Brian, thoughts on why you feel like they did that? Or uh,
1: I don't think they wanted that Beyonce smoke, that Kendrick smoke. Um, mm, yeah, because if they it, they probably would have won the album of the year. Yes, like no different. Uh, and honestly, too, like are they in the are they in new best best new artist category? Like. Best group in duo category, you know what Technic- I'm saying? Like
0: they are technically all of those things because they are right. a new group.
1: So I I feel like they would have, but they didn't have to submit for best new artists. They didn't have to submit themselves for that. They could yeah, I, I feel out. like they, I feel like they would have a great chance of winning. Bruno's a Grammy darling. Anderson is new to the scene, but they have great music. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a in my opinion. Like we talking about Grammy albums, I think it's a Grammy album. And even with um,
0: Sufjanic, but
1: even beyond just the Grammy formula, that was a great album. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, I think honestly, I think it may be a situation where he just don't want to be in the middle of any controversy. This is that's what Beyonce it seems, hasn't gotten album of the year. Mm-hmm. She's a frontrunner. Her and Kendrick are frontrunners this year for album of the year. Um, so it might be a situation like I don't want no and Renaissance of that. was a movement. It's yeah, I don't want none of that. I don't yeah. want any of that issue. I don't want that controversy. I don't want to stand in the way of Beyonce, you know, potentially getting album of the year. Um, and that's it. I don't think I can think of, like, I don't under, I wouldn't understand it because I feel like any of what they've been up for in American Music Awards and Billboard, they've won yeah. like aiming in close. But um, So,
0: yeah, I was just going to say, but here's the thing. As much as I want Beyonce to get it and even this year, get it. I don't know that I would. I wouldn't be mad if, Sil- if she would have lost Silk Sonic because it's one of those things where she put out what will, what will go down as a classic album. Mm-hmm. But and I'm not going to sit here and say I enjoyed Evening with Silk Sonic over Renaissance because Renaissance has me in a chokehold that even Silk Sonic didn't have me in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that I enjoyed even Silk Sonic less than Renaissance. So mm-hmm. that's a weird explanation. However, what I will say is that if he won over her, that would not upset me. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to Kendrick Morales and The Big Stepper. Mm-hmm. Um, So I can't mm-hmm. give you... I think I said that title wrong. (laughs) Kendrick Morales. (laughs) I ain't that what they call Kendrick Lamar. Lamar, Morales. It's it's Mr. Morale
1: and the Big (laughs) (laughs) Step. Kendrick Morales.
0: (laughs) But that black we just we gonna say something. We gonna gonna listen. Just make something (laughs) up. He just make something up. He just kept on talking. He just kept on talking. (laughs) (laughs) But I felt you looked at me, and I was like, "That ain't right." Um, But no, so I haven't listened to it yet, and that's not. I think I need to. I need to put it on my calendar to listen to because the further time goes out. The less likely I am to actually listen to it. I'm, yeah. bo- I'm not Brian. I'm not boycotting Kendrick. Um, yeah. But anyway, I have a list. Of them. I can't judge that. I also don't think, though, based on my relationship with Kendrick's music, mm-hmm. that I would enjoy it more than the Evening Silk Sonic and Renaissance. I will say no, that you, much won't. About you it. won't. You won't. Um, however, what would make me upset is if Adele's latest album beat Beyonce. Yes. If, yes. that like thing some, is terrible. If some random. No bad bunny album beat Beyonce, and I get it. Bad bunny's popular, he is. but like he ain't doing what I'm seeing Renaissance numbers doing in terms of like TikTok and Instagram. And and, and I could be biased, me and Brian talk about this. My socials are black as hell, so <laughs> <laughs> so ain't a whole lot of bad bunny popping up. However, the niggas that do pop up, I have heard them reap, you know, post some bad bunny. So I got people who like the bad and the bunny, the um, yeah. So um. So, what? So, Lord, give me strength. So, what I'm. So, what I was saying. What I'm saying was, is that I don't. I get where Bruno is coming from. I don't know that people would have been as upset with him as they would have been with some other artists if he mm-hmm. Beyonce. That's agreed. What I'm, that's what I'm saying. Agreed. And have we heard from Anderson? How is he
1: feeling about all this? Right. Like I'm sure he wants to be in those categories because that. <laughs> Because he, although he's he's more established now as a,
0: his time, his only time of getting so many Grammys
1: ever, <laughs> ever, <laughs> um, like and mind you, I, Anderson one of my I love Anderson. Patrick, I love Anderson too. But I don't think without Bruno, he would have been in not the like category. at
0: least not on this level. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, so. Um, any of the ways uh one of my favorite shows of bad television is coming back for season two that is college oh, hill Lord. celebrity edition it is coming back brian and you know last oh, year we had you know we had nitty liggs we had lamar odom we had ray j brandy's brother mm-hmm. um rather we had um who else did we have we had uh what is the he was from houston one of the rappers um, uh, slim. Um, slim? Um, slim Thug. Slim Thug. I said mm-hmm. Big Slim. We had Big Frida. That was the big we had. Slim Thug and then Big Frida. And mm-hmm. then we had two of these social, uh, one of the uh, China dolls, uh, uh, Asian dolls. Uh, one of them, and then some other influencer. Anyway, bunch of them little people. This year they're bringing it back, and instead of going to Texas Southern University, they're going to Alabama State University. They're they taking these kids from Huntsville, Alabama. These celebrities <laughs> <laughs> so Ray J is coming back because he failed. He did not graduate. <laughs> Jesus. He failed for cheating. Um, And then he'll be joined by, ready for this cast, Brian? Yes, I'm ready. Amber Rose.
1: Oh, Jocelyn
0: Hernandez. Oh, Tiffany Lord. New York Pollard. Oh, it's
1: supposed to be messy. Parker they want McKenna, to be messy. Oh, yes.
0: Iman yes, Shupert. Quaylon Rogers, a.k.a. Blaming on Quay. Okay, and Orion Brown. Now I don't know who this Orion Browner either. is. You know is that?
1: that is the Orion as in uh, o- Omarion's brother? Uh, I'm gonna know. Google him. Orion
0: Brown, American <coughs> singer. Yes, Omarion's
1: brother. Oh, let's oh. bring him out. Well, Omarion's brother and Janae Aiko's baby daddy. I want to say.
0: Her I think so. I don't know
1: anything about. Let sure. hold on. I might. I might not be right. I only or know who her current a- baby daddy is, and that is my guy
0: Big Sean from Detroit, <laughs> or Dre Ayco's a- a- sisters' baby daddy. We'll find out. He smashed one of the people somewhere yeah, in Pennsylvania. The the okay, yeah. um, they're all coming together, and it's going to be very similar to last year. Getting them, you know, out of the spotlight and putting them in the classroom, and they're actually going to be working for a um, undergraduate certificate. So uh, shout out to them and all the people. Putting Amber Rose, Jocelyn Hernandez, and Tiffany New York—that's gonna be the—that's gonna be the show. Them three mm-hmm. and Ray J, because Ray J was a mess last season. Probably. Oh, what it. irritates me about him, though, is that I feel like he's still not gonna take it seriously. I feel like no. Ray J is like one of those people. Like he's—he's he's one of the people who said he's not ever. I don't think apologetic. I think mm-hmm. he's always upset he got caught, or he's mm-hmm. upset he couldn't get away with it. Yeah. And that brought his, like, conviction. It wasn't so much that I actually failed. It was like, but how did I fail? <laughs> and the fact that because I'm Ray J, you actually failed me. I think that's his issue more right. or less than him wanting to do right. I could be wrong. Yeah. I He's, could be right. He's an attention He's oh. an attention whore.
1: He just wants another opportunity for reality TV. I think reality TV suits him. Um, So are
0: you going to watch this season? <laughs>
1: Yeah, probably eventually. I then I'm gonna say this without no disrespect. I didn't watch the other one yet. It's good. I thought The other one was a little was more. Good. The first one was a little more interesting than this. Yeah. This cast is to me yeah. because you know I love Big Frida. Um You know I love Nene. Yeah, so that that other cast looks a little better. Um, Parker is definitely eye candy. Oh, for sure. I, I ain't gonna hold you. Shout out to um, what's her
0: name? on wife and kids. What's uh, Katie, uh, Katie, Katie, Kyle.
1: Katie, Katie. Yeah. Mm. Um. I might if I have nothing like else in life to do. Other it's, shows on, are... it's
0: on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's on BT Plus. BT Plus. My, I, my BT Plus is through my Amazon. That's yeah, how I, I feel like
1: at, at some point it got moved over to like Amazon or something like that too. Didn't? It, isn't it available somewhere else
0: too? It might. I just I just remember that when I signed up for BT Plus, I did it through my Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always get them confused because I go there to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they might as well put it on Amazon Prime or because it ain't on no regular BT. Right. So, okay. yeah. but anyway, you, I would not, let me, for the record, I would not be upset or feel any kind of way if you do not watch <laughs> BET College Hill Celebrity Edition. Okay. I, I promise you, Brian, we ain't ever got to <laughs> talk about it other than the fact that this lineup is interesting. Now, something amazing comes out of it. I'll bring it to the show. Mm hmm but you ain't got to feel no pressure to watch it. all right okay <laughs> <laughs> all right staying at things of shows i think i'm about to piss you off because i probably was pissed off okay so y'all know a couple episodes ago we talked about b-side class shout out to the episode y'all ran the episode up um rolling stones is back at it again okay and instead of talking about music they've ranked the 100 best episodes now me and brian are not going to go through the list like we did last time and give you full you know rundowns of how we feel and things like that but i thought brian i would at Uh least give you the top 10 okay and then talk about some notable mentions Uh and some very notable absences okay Uh, especially in comparison to some shows that did actually make it okay (laughs) Um, so i'm gonna give you the top now the ones i'm talking about notable mentions and absences i don't remember where they landed all i remember is that they were Far down the list (laughs) Mm -hmm. Who did make it Okay Um, But I'm gonna give you The top 10 Starting in um, Descending order Okay Okay Number 10 Mary Tyler Moore Show
1: okay Number 9 Atlanta Okay Okay
0: I did not think It would be that Number 8 Cheers Mm -hmm. Number 7 Mad Men Okay 6 Seinfeld 5 Fleabag Never heard of it Neither 4 The Wire Okay Three, Breaking Bad Oh okay two, The Simpsons and then oh, number oh. one, the sopranos.
1: Okay, um I've seen all of these shows, but two and <laughs> nah, bro. I've never seen Mary Tyler Moore before. I've never heard I of bag Breaking, I've seen okay so I can under I understand this top 10. I understand it for different reasons. I understand it outside of Atlanta. Yeah, I Atlanta Atlanta is an anomaly on this list but, but I can I can see how I feel like this is a a, a whites came up with the query oh, So list. let me
0: say this before we get into some honorable mentions and absences this list was you know how we talked about like the Beatles was on the music list but like mm-hmm. the list was really black though Steve yeah. had a lot of cuz black music they completely ignored black influences on television mm-hmm. I will say that this list was created by white people with white interests, and but I will say, Brian, like, so let me just get it. Okay, go, go finish your thought. I'm, a, oh, no, I'm, I'm, sur- well, I'm surprised. Friends is not in this top ten. I'm surprised uh, too. They were on it's the definitely list. A
1: white list. I can I can justify this list though. Um, for Rolling I,
0: Stones, yes,
1: I can. For Rolling Stones, I can justify it. Um, I because and 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 I think we I think Chris talked about having a conversation about how like not all black is black, and we have, have a conversation about that. Yeah. I yep. watch a lot of white shows, right? Um, the Wire isn't a white show though; it's really a black show. So mm-hmm. to make that, but that's probably like the most mainstream, like other than like the Cosby Show, right? In terms of in modern day dramatic, Which was not on this list, not in a hundred at all. It didn't make a top a hundred. I, I told you there are some notable absences, bro. So the Cosby Show did not make a hundred,
0: and best I don't shows. know if it was because of the. The Bill the Cosby Bill thing? me that I'm, I, I, I went through the list rather fast, but bro, I didn't. I don't remember seeing Bill The Cosby. show
1: outrated Cheers.
0: It's not on the list.
1: It was so bad that it was, that, that lineup, I just watched their interview, it was the Cosby show, A Different World, then Cheers. The top shows during that time frame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was the Cosby show was number one, A Different World was number two, Cheers is
0: number three. Yep. And only the only thing the that bumped. About the same interview, cheer, and everybody on Cheers still got paid more than everybody on a Different world. Yep.
1: And the only thing that bumped <laughs> the Cobb Show off was The Simpsons. So I can understand The Simpsons being considered one of the.
0: And The Simpsons is still on today. So still on today. So yeah, lo-
1: I longevity, that. cultural mm-hmm. relevancy, I get Prophetic. it. Prophetic. Yeah. It. I get it. <laughs> Sopranos was a, was a great show. I never loved watched Sopranos. it, but
0: I definitely get it.
1: Breaking Bad is my all-time favorite TV show.
0: Haven't watched a full season of. I've watched some episodes here and there, but I mm. get it. I heard amazing read, think pieces about it. Yeah, I get it. Mad
1: that. Men, Mad Men was well done. I actually took some of my inspiration from my office for Mad Men. Great show. Never heard of Fleabag. Um, Atlanta again. That that kind of threw me off. Cheers. That
0: was Here's, I get it because I mean, I again, it. white
1: people. Mary Tyler Moore. I get, I it, get it. I get it. I get. I get the list. I get it. I used to um, watch Mary
0: Tyler Moore only because I think you asked me one time when um, that white woman from Murder She Wrote died. Yes. And you was like, "What did your grandma watch?" And I said, i because I love Lucy stuff. Like everything that was on Nick at oh, yeah, Night back Lucy. in the day. Mm-hmm. Like Nick at Night now is like Friends, George Lopez. Yeah. Like, I, but back yeah. in the day, it was I love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore. It was like old mm-hmm. shows." Yeah. And my grump at a certain time, my grandma used to only let us watch like Nickelodeon stuff. And when it switched, nigga, I was watching I Love Lucy and Mary yeah. Tyler Moore and Three's Company. So like I saw, I don't I'm not as familiar with those shows. Mm-hmm. I probably still couldn't name some of the people in them.
1: So, but- <laughs> so what did make the list?
0: Oh, okay. So what didn't make the list? Okay, so let me tell you what did some honorable okay. Stuff that did. Okay. So the only other like real black shows that made it were uh, the Jeffersons and oh, that's yeah, that sounds white Good Times, two two normal um, layer shows normal that layer makes shows. sense. That, again, the, white they were in the seventies.
1: Okay, they white were shows down there with black ass.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a couple of other like shows, kind of like the like um that made the list that were low. Like Community was in there, um, <laughs> and I actually enjoyed. It was like one Community of my. It's a like, great show, but I just don't think it's better show. than. Were the the Fresh Prince on there anywhere? Fresh Prince was not there. Like some of what? our our Blastics were not on the list. No, of, some of I weren't surprised with like no Martin, Fresh Prince, yeah. Living Single, Parkers, Moesha. Um, and I'm talking about the ones that lasted a while, Not like the you know the two three season shows, right? But uh, uh, but uh, uh, to me, and
1: the okay, whites so and Will Smith. That's what I'm saying. So I've all the all the black shows. I think the Cosby Show and Fresh Prince should have been on there. Should everyone? There. Everyone knows and those I shows. I think
0: Different World should have been like at least in the '90s, only because <laughs> to the point that you just made of like when it was on, it was a show. Whether it, it was you know, a, with HBCU life or not, it was a show. Yeah, it was a it was a rating. It was a ratings hit. Yes. That's what I'm
1: saying. So I guess my question would be, what is their What was their Like, I'm always course What are their criteria? What are the criteria? Let me, let
0: me just see, can I pull it a rip? I knew this would get us going
1: because. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. if anything, like you know, I understand white culture, and t- I don't understand it, but I understand, like you know, in terms of just being mm-hmm. gi- giving us a little justification. Like if the mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of, the co- if out of all the shows, the Fresh Prince of the College Show should have made that list. Yep. Yeah, here it is. Let me see. Pull up the And to not even make a hundred shows.
0: Oh, okay, the twenty. Yeah, I need to. I need to. Oh, oof, that's something. That is mm-hmm. something. Alright, so a ranking of the most game-changing, size-splitting, tear-jerking, mind-blowing, world-building, genre-busting programs in television history from the medium's inception in the early 20th century through the ever-mysticizing era of peak television. Um, how do you identify the best shows in the medium that's been commercially available to you since World War II? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> let's see here. I'm trying to get through they're not really giving out their formula they're just talking about like they probably surveyed and say arrested, what shows did development then they go into like they really they, they really start what they start. okay um so we decided to update they just said that we decided to update our list which was originally compiled in 2016 once again okay we reached out to tv stars creators and critics from multi-hyphenates like natasha leon ben stiller and pamela adlon to actors like john Hamm and lizzie kaplan as well as the minds behind shows like The X-Files, Party Down, and Jane the Virgin to sort through television's vast and complicated history. See the full list of voters here. Let me do that real quick. So, um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's some just black people on the list. And I'm not... These are names. And because I'm not... (laughs) You know, I don't know the, you know, I don't know the whites, Brian. I know. But because I do know the blacks, none of the names are standing out. Mm. So.
1: Yeah. So that, that list has no credibility. Like, I'm going to say no credibility. Like, like, you know, that top 10.
0: I don't think it really speaks to the whole of America. No, Um, not at all. I will say Oz. I'm looking at it now. Oz is number 99. So Mm -hmm. take that into consideration. Um, Scandal. Was not on the list at all, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm offended about Scandal not being on the list. Mm-hmm. How to get away with murder? ER was on here, but not Grey's Anatomy. Um, Bro, what? Great Grey's Anatomy made, didn't not, make the list. Did not make the list. Wow. Uh, this is us. It's not on the list. Uh, A mere little things. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why these, even though these are newer shows, why I'm pissed because Squid Games made the list, and wow. while I didn't like, I watch Squid Games, but Squid Games is brand new. And it doesn't. It does not have the same. I think crossover j Like when we when we start talking about something, I feel like when you start having cultural conversations, both black and white, Brian,
1: mm-hmm. about
0: television, I don't know that Squid Game is going to come up outside of the fact that it was one of our pandemic favorites. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best you're going right. to get out of the Squid Games. Yeah, you're not getting like, oh my god. It's a great show. Most it's people be like, programming. most people was like, I can't believe what I just watched. Uh, what the hell was this? Like, that's the thing you get from Squid Games. You don't get best show of all time mm-hmm. from Squid Games.
1: No, um, not at all. Not at all.
0: Yeah, it was number ninety five. Like, why it's low on the list? Like, it still made it. And there were a number of shows that, like, Sesame Street, bro, was like low on the list. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm going through real quick just to like making sure I'm not missing anything. just New Black made it, which I was that was another black show that I and it, to me, Orange is New Black is an amazing piece of program. Yeah. So um and I wasn't looking for this list to be Hella Black because I know as opposed to music black television isn't as mainstream. So I wasn't looking for a lot of us but I was looking for like you said um The First Prince, the Cosby Show, but here's your Jefferson's at 77. Um I want to say, yeah, good times at '72. I remember seeing that. Which um, it's a Chappelle good show, show did it. It um, didn't make it, or did? It did. I just ran okay. the past again at '69. I'm going through real fast just so I can make sure everything that I just said was accurate. um Golden Girls was very long on the list, but you know, and the black people love that. It's like '64. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Park was on there. You know, that was next to black yeah. Yeah. that was a that was a cultural. Like, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not surprised by that. Um, that's okay with me okay. Uh, Dick Van Dyke was down there at like 62 this is a big list so it's having a hard time loading Um uh, and Peel made it at 59 that was another black show mm-hmm. but again white people Key and Peele, yeah. yeah.
1: same thing with Dick Chappelle yeah. like,
0: like some of these shows I ain't never like Russian Doll how do you put a show called Russian Doll some Netflix right. original over This Is Us never heard of it right and bro This Is Us was a show it's over now, but it was a show. So the Office UK made the list. I'm trying to see wow. if the Office like made because I don't remember seeing The Office, bro. But I'm gonna be honest with you. The Office was a solid show. I'm it, not gonna hold you. I didn't watch The Office like consistently, but there's not one many people in this world who don't talk and, like even Game of Thrones. Like, as much as that was like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not on here. Insecure. Like what Issa's <laughs> done for the culture, not yeah. on here. So you said Game of Thrones wasn't on there? I don't think I don't remember seeing it, bro. Wow.
1: I'm, I'm wow.
0: going back through it very quickly. I'm at That's 50 something. now. France was 49. Wow. That's how I'm interesting shocked. this list is. Yeah. Um, the Shield, West Wing, not surprised about that. Um, Dave, oh, I'm sorry. Insecure, dear making How did I skip this? At oh, 43. look at God. Thank
1: you, Jesus. Okay,
0: so at 43, Insecure. Okay,
1: I'll take make that. It. I'm not. I, I still think it should probably be higher, but yeah. I, it at least made the list. That yeah. that is a little less alarming.
0: So forgive me for insecure. I didn't see it. If nobody said, let me go through it again real quickly so I can make sure everything I said was accurate. Um, insecure was at forty three. Yeah, okay. The Office US is, it did make it. Uh, they put Roots on here too as a show. <laughs> a mini se- so they added mini series as yeah. shows. So Game of Thrones did make it again. Of course, I skipped over this. Thirty one. I didn't see it. Um, yep, yeah, Roots was number twenty nine. Came in high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, this show, Friday Night Lights, that was on ABC, bro. Okay. For, yeah. like, three seasons. It's right. number 28. Best shows of all time.
1: Oh. <laughs> I ain't seen that one episode of Friday Night Lights. But I don't I'm not... I'm, I, I I, begged... I doubt that it's as good as Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I doubt this is as good as some of those shows. Even, like, Friends. Like, Friends was a cultural, like, freaking relevant show. Yeah. Like, and, and I've a seen
0: a lot of episodes of Friends because, again, Nick at Night, it was the only thing on television sometimes. So I may destroy you another black show with that um the British girl I can't remember her name it was an HBO joint I didn't watch it but I heard a lot of people talk about it I may destroy you okay I know yeah what you're about. number nine Saturday Night Live was eighteen so
1: like like Bridgerton
0: and stuff like that make it like Bridgerton you know what I'm
1: saying the crown was on here but not Bridgerton of course the crown was on there um deep. Twilight Zone. Because Curb Your Enthusiasm was not, that's Kirby not a black show. Curb Your
0: Enthusiasm was on there, though. Yeah, okay. I do remember
1: seeing that. I can I see Okay, I thought, then I I'll make it, I'll
0: make it at the top 10. So, yeah, I've only, I only, like, didn't see one or two that I thought were odd that didn't make it, but they actually were on there. And it probably mm-hmm. was as my computer was loading. It didn't pull up. But anyway, I knew that we would be pissed off and upset. So, there you go, brother.
1: Mm. Okay. Well, you know, never trust those lists, man.
0: Never trust them. One day... Matter of fact, let's let's do it. Te- let's put in the notes to do a television episode soon, right? And create uh, our own maybe top fifty at least. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we could do our own one hundred. Let's poll our Instagram Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> Since y'all polling people, let us poll people, right? And see what they say.
1: Because, All right, guys. you um,
0: know, we got a conversation. We do ahead of us, and it's just me and you here, and. You know, for those who know us, y'all know that we are church boys to our heart to our core. We are, and I felt like it was time for us to go back to those roots a little bit. So we ain't yes. gonna give y'all no sermon
2: Mm-mm. or
0: anything like that, but we have some perspectives about the church that we I think we would love to share. And the interesting thing about Brian and I, we've t- you, if you listen to us intently, then you know mm-hmm. that we are consistently evolving. Yes, and I think that has a is largely in part to how we view church, how we see church. And then you probably will be like, some of y'all might be surprised about how we've deviated (laughs) from Mm -hmm. some of the things we learned very early in our lives. So, yep. um, Grab your snacks, grab your communion wafers, your grape juice, or your real wine, whatever you prefer. Meet us in the living room, and let's have this church boy conversation. Looking forward to it. All right. Good, beautiful people. We are here in the living room. We are back to having a wonderful conversation. And we're talking about church. One of our favorite topics because it is one of the the favorite things we love to do is go to church and serve and love God (laughs) because we love God. Contrary (laughs) to popular belief, like last week, Mm -hmm. y'all don't be believing that we saved in real life, but we are. We Hallelujah do. to Jesus. They said we can't be in this front be saved. That's a lie. Right. They said we can't listen to world of music and be saved. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> they said we can't listen. Look at that one-eyed devil and watch these R&B sex music shows. That's a lie, That's too. A lie. <laughs> we we <laughs> love God's duality of right. it all. But, no, on a serious note, um, me and Brian, as like y'all know um, – Context. I'll tell a little bit both of our stories. We we are ordained elders. We are the lowest church. We are so we we preach a little bit. You know, have our Bibles. We're Bible thumpers in that way. We are, Uh, but we know we really do love God. We really do have great relationship with God, and then most of our lives have been centered around, uh, in and out and around and about the Mm -hmm. church. Um, so I think this is a really good time, particularly as the the pandemic has kind of shifted. What church membership and attendance means mm-hmm. As the world continues to evolve You have all these different perspectives around Church and religion and relationship and faith right. um, So I know we did a conversation Was it last year two years ago About the miseducation of Christianity mm-hmm. but That was more so about like, our theological Perspectives but this time right. we're going to take a different approach mm-hmm. And just talk about You know church and what that means for us And to us so Brian um, I'm going to jump straight in You know based on that and let's talk about your your history, your relationship with the church.
1: Uh that's tough, like, I guess because we got, you know, definitions of the church, a church. Like there's so many different um things within that. So we consider yeah. church as the body, right? Body of okay. the believers, the body of Christ is like the church. Yeah. Uh, but within that, we also believe the houses of worship we call and that the uh church as well. Mm-hmm. Right, so we think about the churches, the people. We think ecclesia, ecclesia, right? <laughs> we also consider the actual places of worship, right? Um, we go into church, mm-hmm. um, so you know it's kind of a twofold answer. Uh, started going, I been going to church my whole life. There's not, I don't think there's a time in my life where I felt like um, church wasn't a part of yeah of my life. Um, I've been a member, uh, let me air quote. That in terms of, because membership is a thing, in, in, especially in the black church. Um, it's, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, maybe five churches in my whole life, right? Uh, I've been okay. five churches my whole life. Um, I'm trying to count, make sure. I'm uh, Oh, okay, that's, yeah. That's three. Four, over here. But yeah, Five, f- six. I'm going to go six. Ooh, six. Hot church hopper. <laughs> six. My, 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 <laughs> my mom worked in different churches, so. Because oh, um, you was under Ron Gibson. Yeah, so, so back Let's in the Let's talk so,
0: about that. <laughs> we got to talk about that. Yeah,
1: so what we ended up doing was- uh, under that mustache. It, well, we, we, <laughs> okay, so Atlanta's different. Atlanta, you're going to drive mm-hmm. you know, I mean, how far it is to your your church. Yeah, Where for sure. we kind of are a little different, where if we move to a certain area that's more convenient, you just found the, the Kojic church that was you in, know, that area. Yeah. That, in that area. So I'm from Pomona, California, so I grew up in a church called New Testament at the time, now called New Direction. Um, we moved from Pomona to like Moreno Valley, which is the city right over from Riverside. And so Ron Gibson live church was like the church in that area. Okay. Went over there. Um, so one, two, and then we moved back to Pomona. Uh, one of my mom's good friends, shadow friends. He was installed as a pastor. Uh, was looking for some people to come and kind of help cultivate some things there. So then that's when we went there. And uh, then I moved to Atlanta, you know, the church that we met at, um, mm-hmm. Right. And then um,
0: you can call it out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cathedral of faith. Right. (laughs) And then my mom and her husband started a church. So I was there for a little bit. And then after that, we left. And now we're at our current, current church. Um, All different types of churches, different types of leaders. um, And I can pretty much, you know, do contrast, and comparison of all the different churches and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if we have enough time for that.
0: Who I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so my my church journey wasn't as interesting because of moving around. So we started some. Um, you, so y'all know the, the the quote we always do like, "Do you want to get your list? You want to be smart in school?" <laughs> <laughs> so Reverend Alton Salter, my mama was a member of that church, <laughs> Per House Deliverance. Per <laughs> House Deliverance. Um, mm-hmm. that's where they actually got married. But of course, my mom is old school, so she married my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, she became a member of the church He was a part of Which he was still a part of His home church Like mm-hmm. from a child The Beautiful Zion Missionary Baptist Church That's a, that's a Baptist name Beautiful, Beautiful Zion. Zion Missionary Beautiful Baptist, Zion. Baptist Church It was like At the at the time It was the church In West Memphis, Arkansas And mm-hmm. that doesn't say much For West Memphis But like I'm gonna talk about bro Packed out And um, I um, well, the Reverend Doctor Ed Whitfield got rest his soul. Reverend Doctor pastor. is also another Baptist. Thing. Yes, <laughs> ain't it, the Reverend Doctor Ed, and I, and Brian, I don't even know what that man. Did. I don't know how successful he played in high school. However, <laughs> yeah. he was a Reverend Doctor. Um Reverend Doctor. But My grandmother, you know, of course, was a Starworth member there. Had us chief usher. Excuse me, chief. Um, you know, just very involved. So when we went over there, you know, my grandma had us involved. I was going to Vacation Bible School, Sunday School, all the things, and then. Um, like it happens in black church sometimes that pastor slept with a church member and, mm, um, my God. they got out, especially in the small town and it's divided the church, split the church in the midst of them building a brand new, like mega sanctuary oh, <laughs> to wow. fit all the people. Right. So, um, my, I, I never forget being on my grandma's house and my mom, my mom and dad basically telling my grandma that we were like, she couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. at this time, my mom was like, like just, you know, she was in church she wasn't like, she wasn't evangelist rods, as you know, today.
2: Yes. But even then,
0: she was like, I can't sit. I can't sit under this. And I'll never forget, <laughs> my grandma looked at my mom's dad in the face and said, I voted that nigga in, I vote that nigga out. This is my church. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's another Baptist, that's another that's another Baptist another, thing. That's another Baptist thing. And she was like, I'm not leaving. My church. needs to say, they did not vote him out. I don't know what kind of hoodoo magic they had <laughs> he had on them. Um, but anyway, we trekked. My grandmother stayed. Obviously, my dad. That was kind of his in and out because he was like super footballs. So it was like he could. If I miss church, I miss church. If I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. My mom's original plan was to go back to her home church, the monumental baptist church <laughs> these, these names brother in, in memphis in memphis tennessee this was a strong church name. now this is a real reverend doctor the reverend dr billy Kyle's mlk frame i heard him civil rights movement mm-hmm. um it was my mom my mom grew up in that church so she you know but her brain i'm just going back home um uh, because we still have some family over there uh but my mom's best friend mm-hmm. um her brother, Pastor Roger, the late Pastor Rogers, but her dad founded church. Pastor Patrick Rogers was not the pastor yet. So the man we called Founder Rogers, she was like, Come on, she invited us to a family and friends day. Here we go. This Kojic, right? Mm-hmm. That's Kojic again. Now we listen to so That was the Rock of Ages. Church Rock of, of Ages. These strong and, uh, names. Strong names, ain't they? Strong so, name. we, so we went over there and uh, of course my, my mom was familiar with all the family. We like I knew my mom's best friend's son, but beyond that, I wasn't super close to all of them because my mom didn't really bring us around all of them as much. She really just hung out with her best friend still, but still knew the siblings. Mm-hmm. But I, I give that context to say all of her siblings had children and stuff, so my mom saw how much we enjoy like, mm-hmm. the youth. right? Because you're in a smaller right. church now, so you're able to connect more. Yeah. Um, The travel, to your point, going to Rock of Ages was less of a commute than going across the bridge to West Memphis. Um, mm-hmm. So for context, where we lived in Whitehaven area of Memphis, going to West Memphis was like, you be driving Basically, you drive into a um, cathedral every Sunday. Okay, all right. right? So it was that kind of like a 40-ish minute commute. It's not long, mm-hmm. but you talk about every week for Bible study. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so we were really as, just as an there. an You
1: want to be active member.
0: Yeah. And that was it. We were so we were really there on Sundays. So going mm-hmm. to Rock of Ages gave an opportunity to be more involved in all of the guys. So my mom saw that we joined. I want to say, I know I was in third grade.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we joined when I was like eight. Um, and very soon after that, my mom got, you know, Sanctify, saved, right, yes. and got really involved in church. So, of mm-hmm. course, my mom, was got she ended up getting promoted to youth president. <laughs> she, she became an evangelist. Oh, so I was all in church, all in church. I knew mm-hmm. I learned the ins and outs from district to jurisdiction to, yep. uh, what's that, regional. I was at national events and conferences and conventions and all these different types of things. And then when I came to Atlanta, right before I came to Atlanta, I was at Ames. And um, James, I was, yes. i was. me and Brian had a mutual friend and I say, hey, mm-hmm. because I just don't under I don't know what verb to use there. Um, mm-hmm. And I met Brian through that mutual friend and I told yep. that group that I was going to, the greater community, Church of God in Christ in Atlanta, yes. Georgia, under the then pastoral leadership of the late Bishop C.D. Owens. Right. Uh, <laughs> and Brian looked me in the face and said, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> don't you go over there. That's not what you to brother. But I didn't know. But so the thing about it, I was Kojic, Kojic. I was mm-hmm. raised, right? You know what I'm saying? It was in me. But I didn't know much outside of Memphis Kojic, right? So we went to like we went because come in to Memphis. So we went to the convention. We was home. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I Top wasn't tier. like, I, yeah, I wasn't like thirsty to be in positions. I was working in my jurisdiction because my mm-hmm. mom was a youth president. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, oh, this is jurisdictional level stuff. I had went to a couple of other aims, and even though I was on the youth advisory council, we could talk about. It. That's that's I not the whole podcast. Um, (laughs) But I still wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't that dude on YouTube looking up preachers, Mm -hmm. researching the general, but I knew their names because we were first place Bible Bowl winners. You hear me?
1: Yes, come on. Um, So
0: I knew their names, (laughs) but I didn't have a lot of context behind them. So Mm -hmm. Pastor Rogers was like, oh, you go into the greater community because I know Bishop Owens. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, listen to my pastor. So I visited Cathedral yeah. Faith with y'all yeah. when you invited yeah, yeah. me, and I enjoyed it. I never forget the first Sunday I was there. They sang Matthew 28 from Donna Lawrence. It was a good <laughs> Sunday. I said, oh, the choir was. I mean, and then this was at one at one of Cathedral's peaks. Oh yeah. So the church was in the mid 2000s. Yeah, church was due to August 2007, so the church was yep. packed. I mean, Pastor Mosley preached a phenomenal word. I was yeah. really nervous when he walked out. I was like, Who is this little skinny man with these glasses, <laughs> glasses on, on? With this HP laptop sitting on top of his foot. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's
2: <laughs> so definitely I was, dirty.
0: Yeah, I was like, What is this? And he got up there and killed us. Yes. Um, I was like, Oh, this is home. This is home. Never never officially joined that church not under watch care <laughs> not under anything. but I was to have positions I paid my tithes I got yes. a name under him you, you, <laughs> you was a, you was just, a member you ain't, but you ain't walked down the aisle I was a member I ain't want to, but they either give me a member number and everything I felt like they just be, I felt like I kept paying my tithes and they was like because one time I asked I said what is my member number and they gave it to me and this is how I knew they just gave me one because I was <laughs> a member number 50 I was somebody dead member because <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know I want the 50th member of that church um but anyway, after some years of leadership, um, there was some differences to be had between me and leadership and my feelings about mm-hmm. the church and things like that. So I transitioned yep. to All Worship of Atlanta um, under, you know, a specific pastor there. And you know, some things happened <laughs> to where that church disbanded <laughs> and split, and now I am in a new iteration of all worship assembly of Atlanta, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of just there. Um Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a complicated history, but those are the four. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, beautiful eye, yeah. Rock of Ages, Cathedral, All Nations. Yeah, that's it. Those yeah,
1: are it's it's a um that church transitions <laughs> are interesting though. It's like a woo. It's it's a thing. I, I, that could, I, even that could be a whole episode. Like the you know the whys of behind this You know the and whys. You,
0: so, so from and I will say this. Um, cathedral of All Nation was my first real transition. I don't mm-hmm. consider Rock of Ages a cathedral a real transition. Cause I mm-hmm. moved cities. Right, uh, right. So it was kind of one of those things to where like I didn't really because even I used to go home every summer. You know me. Right. At one point I was flying home some weekends to be at church, to be at Rock right. of Ages. Uh and I'll still do that to this day. So that that to me, I never left Rock of Like I never like mm-hmm. resigned my membership. I ain't turning in no letter or nothing. I ain't had no meeting with my pastor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the closest conversation i had with pastor roger was the, finally giving him the the hard truth of i don't think i'm moving back a <laughs> because he was hoping <laughs> against hope that i was coming back right. um but it was kind of circumstantial more like leaving cathedral was a yeah. well thought out prayed upon decision
1: mm-hmm. Um yeah and and interestingly my first choice church of choice were actually chose was the church i'm at now like okay consider like, when you came to Atlanta. When I came, so when I came to Atlanta, I was, my, my mom and I were, I was young. Was, I was like 19, right? So I was living with my mom at the time because she remind moved first. Remind me the years you
0: came to Atlanta, Brian?
1: What did you say? Or say,
0: remind me the year you came to Atlanta?
1: 2005. Okay, okay. So I was like 19 when I first got here, turned 20. Um, um, I was living with my mom and my brother at the time. So I was still a teenager. So we kind of was like doing it together so it wasn't like yeah. a situation where like, as a as a, a, a married adult or just as an adult i yeah. was like all right this is where i'm going so we kind of <clears> made <throat> that decision you know at the time as a family visited a bunch of different places um and then um when my parents started their church that was kind of like more of a like an obligation kind of thing like you kind of feel like they just need the support and stuff like that <clears> so <throat> that was that kind of situation um then but she
0: was hyper for a minute
1: what did you say? You were hybrid for a
0: minute, for a little minute,
1: though. Oh, yeah, I was hybrid for a, for a minute, for like a good year, maybe two years. I was hybrid. I uh, you know, and then at that point, I was like, they probably need a little more assistance over there. It was growing and stuff like that. And then they disbanded. Church is disbanding our thing. Um, and then we really sat out. Uh, I don't know if we, we're going to talk about this later in the conversation. We really sat out and just did virtual church. This is before the pandemic. We mm-hmm. sat out. um, me and my wife sat out for like a little bit, maybe a year and a half, just, you know, virtual or visiting a place here and there. Um, and I had, you know, I can probably go into my feelings about church that at one point was just like, I don't ever have to go again. Um Yeah. And then we ended up, you know, had Brooklyn and then already had a relationship with the pastor at this church. It's the probably the closest church that makes sense to our house. That's Kojik. Um, even though we tried other denominations.
0: Mm, I, 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 I ask, keep going, because I got
1: a question for that. Go we, ahead. We tried. We <laughs> went to many denominations and non-denominations, all that kind of stuff. But what felt, you know, right, that had the balance in essence at the
0: closest that we can think of, because uh, nothing's going to be perfect when mm-hmm. uh, we decide on the church that we are right now. So before we get to like the, the official question that's on the docket, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You tried other than i like, did you go in with the preconceived like bias? Like, what? Because you know, sometimes we'd be like, I'm gonna try it. but we say that just so we can say that we tried it. Or were you genuinely like, you know, I'm open to being non-coaching? Oh, yeah, we were definitely,
1: <laughs> I was definitely open. And, and, okay. and in actuality, I really didn't want to be coaching anymore. Okay. Ooh, why um, not? Why not? Yeah. sure. Uh, just because it's, 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 it's kind of a situation where like you've done something your whole life. Yeah. And you kind of want to do something completely different to see. Like, if you fit in somewhere, and we understand, like, Kojic is, it ain't like apostolic. It
0: ain't full gospel. It's antiquated. But it is, <laughs>
1: yes. Um, and I, in there's certain, of course, we can go all the, along the list of things I don't like about Kojic, right? Um, but one of the biggest <laughs> things. All that. I, <laughs> one of the, the biggest things was I yeah. f- dress. I want to be able to wear what I want to wear. I go into church. I um, look like this at church. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to be able to wear what I want to wear going to church. That was a big deal for me. And at most Kojak churches, you can go across from here to the other part of the United States. They want you in a suit and tie. And and one of, I think Josh's first Sunday at Cathedral of Faith, I got chewed out for not wearing the tie. And I had a three-piece suit on without a tie on, and I got chewed out. Yep.
2: Three of y'all so, did.
1: It. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So think about think about that. Um, so my whole big thing, I I, you know, and I know. I wanted a great musical experience. I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to serve in any capacity. Yeah. I just wanted to be there, enjoy enjoy service, and be able to go home, um, and dress however I wanted to dress. Um, and I went to plenty of places, and I, I gave multiple places multiple opportunities. I went there, um, and it would be like, oh, this is this part, this piece is, is amazing, and the other parts would be like, oh, that's that's terrible. You know what I'm saying? So. Just trying to find mm-hmm. that balance of places mm-hmm. and that was that was really tough. It was really tough.
0: And then I think, you know, a piece that you you probably you didn't mention explicitly but you alluded to mm-hmm. um just for context to the listeners, Atlanta's a terrible place for churches. Yes, um, and you would and, think it's, and, it's think it's amazing. And and, and I'm going to say this, it's not to say that all preachers here are shady and stuff like that, but it's just an interesting place. Um mm-hmm. even, let's let's talk about Kojic for a second. If you really want to be Kojic and and no shade to Dr. Allen, but like if you're mm-hmm. thinking about like just Kojic off jump, you're thinking about Cathedral of Faith of Greater Community, just off yeah. jump, right? Those are like your two, <clears> like you said, oh yeah, premier church, Kojic church, yeah, national exposure too, Like Yeah, national but... exposure, um, and then and and for all intents and purposes, on a Sunday morning, you're going to yeah. get uh, an amazing experience at both of those um institutions, right? Um, but when you start to get a little bit, more, and this is an any city, you get it, like even if you go to Memphis, you think of Memphis Kojic. You probably, right now, you're going to think of Timeline deliverance, you know, where the, the late great Bishop G Patterson was. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you're on the Kojic scene, you're thinking probably about um Bishop Linwood Diller. Those would be your right. two thoughts, right? But then if you right. get a little bit more granular, you'll start finding other mm-hmm. mid-sized small churches that are really great. And that's where I feel like the Dr. Allen comes in and some other churches, Kojic yep. churches, uh, where you can find, you know, some, 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 some gems and then mm-hmm. all this stuff. Then you get outside of Kojic, you're like, again, Baptist, you'll think about. Elizabeth and Greater Travel yep. Rest and even uh, yep. New Birth with Jamal Bryan now things mm-hmm. like that and but then you get in them and not to say that they're bad right, right. there's just some things that may not connect with you right um, per se because like those churches are like the mega mega churches yeah and if you, and if you don't want all that comes with mega 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 church right like, then that's not going to be the space for you right because like for me I'm in a space now with like you Brian like you were because we'll get into that how you are not just sitting anymore. Yeah. Um, but like i'm in a space where you were mm-hmm. where i am just kind of sitting but i still don't want to be lost in the crowd you know what i'm yeah. saying i, I want to be able to go it. to church and like look across the room and see multiple people that i can identify with and not just yep. like based on black communal experience but mm-hmm. like oh i know i know 100 people's names in this room we may not have a out, but i you know what i'm saying like I, I know these people and they and they know me right there's no yep. community there um and I, I and maybe that's because i grew up in a very small church like And Mm -hmm. Rock of Ages is peak when I was a child. We probably capped off at 80 something members, maybe.
2: Right, right. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And that's
0: a stretch. (laughs) Maybe. Mm -hmm. But we were a strong church. I mean, a real strong church, right? In terms of finances being raised, programming. Like, we, when I would explain, when I would describe Rock of Ages to my college friends, and then I remember Johnny came to visit one time. He was like, Josh, I just knew this joint was 500 plus. I said nope 55 strong brother. 55 something strong. But <laughs> well,
1: listen, that's that's a good ministry though. But it's but it's a, solid. A strong. Yeah, yeah we, solid had, we had
0: we had a 20-piece choir, mm. 30 people out in the audience to listen to us. Um, and we was like on the jurisdiction of taking it back to Kojik, we were winning the Bible Bowl. We were holding different positions jurisdictional mm-hmm. positions, like um our jurisdiction when they do your jurisdictional assessment for the church, they have them categorized from like AAA all the way down to like a C based on mm-hmm. size. We were a BB. And we right. should have been a C, but it was because of the strength of the ministry. Like, right. was like we can't. Like, y'all ain't finna pay this. Like, you got fifty-five members and ten evangelists. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the kind of stuff. Like, you, and you got right. like me. I started getting a little natural exposure. This dude preaching in platforms and stuff. Like, now, nah, okay. right. so anyway, like, but coming from that, I missed that communal. So when I went to Cathedral, I was intentional about mm-hmm. locking into the ministry because I right. needed. I needed mm-hmm. a pastor, one. Right. But I needed to be covered. And We could talk about how that didn't play out the way I wanted it to. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but I needed community and things like that. And in some of those larger churches, one of the fastest ways to get it is to not be thirsty for position, but it is to plug into ministry. Right. Because you'll get to know people. So, Yep. But that's interesting that you didn't, um, like you were open, but landed back at a culture church. For me, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I was adverse to going to a culture church because at least in Atlanta. One of the church uh-huh. I was interested in. Yeah. I was like, not here. And yeah. I've been to Dr. Allen church before, but I, I also was not driving to South yeah. Carolina to go to church. No, no, no. Uh, it's, so
1: it's, it's 30 minutes from my house.
0: Yeah. And I, I visited there with you before, brother, and that thing yeah. was a 50-minute ride with no yeah. traffic.
1: It's not, not a, not a, chance, not a <laughs> and, chance.
0: And where I live now? Oh, yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Asher, asher side note, she went to chapter meeting. And of course, you know, they meet close to where y'all live. She said it right. took her 50 exact minutes Jesus. to get there. I no said, traffic. Well, no traffic. Jesus. She was like, Well, that's our new commute to see our friends. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 50 minutes. And it yeah, wasn't that much short. It was like 40-ish in our other house, but still. But anyway, um, but so, and I did want to land at all nations because our mm-hmm. friends were there. So I was actually adverse to that. Mm-hmm. um so i had a whole i should tell you i had a whole church visiting plan and calendar we was going to elizabeth we were going mm-hmm. to dream we were going to i took change the of generation off my list me and chris actually played hooky from cathedral to go there one sunday <laughs> we were we, we attended chis- we went to the 8 a.m <laughs> so uh-huh. we could go so past Morgan see our face and we did not stay and when i tell you that thing was a tyler perry play <laughs> it was, and, and not in the bad way of like it was gimmicky, but they literally sang every five minutes. <laughs> it was, mm. it was, it felt scripted, and I was right. like, "Ooh," and and I yeah. enjoy Paul Morton, you know, every now and then. So I, he wasn't my problem, but it was all the other. Ooh, it was a lot. It was a lot,
2: mm-hmm. and I
0: just I know like this is not home. This this right. is not home, uh, but we ended up not going through with our list. Asher fell in love with all nations. Uh, we went on a Bible study first, and. Um I sat down and had a conversation with that pastor and we talked and had some understandings and things like that and then I decided to make it I have no regrets even though it kind of didn't play out the way I wanted it to play out in the right. end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no regrets of joining. I do think I learned a lot. I grew more in my leadership mm-hmm. there. Um I'm just but I'm but I'm back in the space where I think I have described before. I think it was in my self care last week. I want to be fully connected in a ministry again. Maybe not right. serving in the same level that I was. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I just something about this. I, ca- I keep calling it the new iteration of all nations. Feels real mm-hmm. different, but I also right. I feel like I'm stuck because I don't know where else to go, right? Yeah, and I'm not yeah. comfortable. Like we did virtual for a while too before we started mm-hmm. going back. Even to when they got into this building, we didn't right. go back immediately. Um, but I'm I'm also in a place where I don't necessarily want to be virtual. I want to be virtual when I want to. Yes, and
1: and and that's a big deal. Virtual yeah. having I think virtual options and one. Like, and I think that's to, going back earlier. Uh, hope I hope I didn't cut you off, did y'all? No, no, no. You're fine. Okay. Go ahead. Um, we took our hiatus, which I thought was the best thing I I ever done in my life. Was to sit like and do virtual for about a year and a half, just really just to kind of you know reflect, re- you know, refresh. Um, it was like, all right, I feel like I'm. It's time to go back. I'm fine with going back. Um, and then the pandemic hit, and then you know we were all kind of pushed back to the crib. Right, so um, I feel like the thing about it is, I just want to have the option to be able to go, um, but then also if I I'm tired, I can stay home and watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like I I appreciate that
0: option at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like we we were talking about homecoming earlier, and we'll get into you know I told you I get into the end my Black Man Self Care, um, but like I already know I'm gonna have a good time. Like, mm-hmm. I won't go into the details of what that good time consists of, but I will be having a <laughs> great time this weekend. And so if I wake up Sunday, like my intention is just to go to church right? Mm-hmm. Um, because my parents are coming in to town for Josh's game and consequently, you know, gonna Jaden's well Jaden and Josh's game, <clears throat> and consequently gonna end up watching the boys while we're doing homecoming stuff. Right. Um and church will start to. Let, but my parents are leaving because my dad works a job like that first year. First year first, he'd be over here like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um so whenever time he travels on a Sunday he always try to get out of here like at no later than like 10, 11, mm-hmm. so he to get home, rest, whatever whatever. Um that being said, we're going to be up <coughs> anyway with mm-hmm. them. Right. So it's so my plan is to when they leave around 10 10:30, we leave, you know, head on to church. However, mm-hmm. depending on how I feel, I might make sure they have a good breakfast and I'm going to put my, I'm going to I'm gonna put my robe on and I'm gonna sit on my couch. I'm gonna put on my robe and tell the story how right. I made it over as soon right. as I get home. That's what the psalm is saying, right? And I'm not talking <laughs> about heaven. I'm talking about my house. Um right. <laughs> But yeah, so like having that option to be virtual, I I, I love that though. I love the option of virtual church. Yep. But when I'm forced into virtual now because I don't know where to go, yeah, that's not. I don't good. like it. Uh, yeah. So so I'm at church. Every mm-hmm. Sunday, like we missed a few Sundays getting ready for the house and moving in and stuff like that. But ultimately, we're there every right. Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we're just, and we're just, you know, this past Sunday was really good. Mm. Praise and worship was on. Have you heard of Lena Bird Miles, the singer? Yes, yes. She was the guest artist. Oh, awesome. so she came and what she sang it face down. down. <laughs> she, she, she got off the track and went live. Saying mm-hmm. down, Brian. I was. Yes. Oh, and then Ramsey, Doctor Ramsey, came through with a sure word this Sunday. <laughs> no I can't God say that, that every Sunday, but this Sunday, <laughs> man, God preached to me, and it was so, it was <laughs> so good. And then it was one of those moments <laughs> where, after benediction, it lingered for a while. They yeah. had a praise break and people clapped on beat. I was just impressed because <laughs> you know these new churches—they listen.
1: They don't right. know. They don't do it right. They don't, know. <laughs> they don't do they it don't don't right.
0: Know. So yesterday, yesterday, last week was a really good Sunday. So anyway, that's where I am. That's the history. I mean, my relationship with the church as it is today. I'm going to ask you this, Brian. How has, considering your story and everything that you said so far, mm-hmm. how has your relationship with the church shifted? Like, what about it? What about you? What about Brian and the church today is different than Brian and the church at 19? Oh, at 19, I didn't or know. even it. 15, I... 16, all that.
1: Oh, yeah, without a
0: doubt. Or, or shoot, even 20-something, you were like, when you, when you was over... When you was uh, the, the youth president and oh, <laughs> COF and all that, well, you know... Nigga. Uh, <laughs> when they wouldn't um, let you go to Six Flags. <clears throat> uh, it, 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 my, my viewpoint...
1: <laughs> we, did, we went one time. We didn't hear no But I think when you... Let me say this. When you actually work in a ministry, like you have a position, a role, a title um your um, perspective on church as in the building the organization shifts in my opinion completely and i feel like the level of leadership the certain close you get to certain places and all that kind of stuff that shifts as well um it it also affects your personal life it affects your family life it affects Mm -hmm. a lot of things and a lot of people who just go to church every sunday as just members or or or, you know sit in the pews you really have no idea of what it's like um kind of dealing with all the day-to-day things uh, of being a person that actually worked in the church at 19 i still was kind of green i felt like Mm -hmm. i can literally uh it's going to sound bad change the world and do all these great things right Um, but then the older you get, you realize that, you know, man isn't, is involved in this stuff and you kind of have to deal with what comes with that. Um, now, and then I went through my parents' church. That was a whole different situation. I was in a different role there. I think at each place I went, I bet was in a different capacity, uh, which gave me a different perspective, uh, which kind of allowed me to be where I am. I'm comfortable where I am right right now. And that's not to say, you know, people. Yeah, cause, cause it's there's no pressure, you know what I'm saying. Are you A unique Beyonce reference. It's okay. Oh, I got it. Right okay,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> I <code> it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I, I don't know no lyrics. I yeah, I couldn't sing Cozy No, no songs like am. that.
0: That's the one which you, which, That's what you uh. You, what you flourish in beige? Okay, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I,
1: but I think at this point where I am now. I feel like that the best place I've been in because now I understand. It, it's kind of like um. I can say, I can say this. When you come in younger, you're easily disappointed Mm. because when you're Mm. growing up, you feel like the church is supposed to be a certain way because of how you're raised, what the book says, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And the older you get, the more you get to mature, you see things, you kind of get. I don't want to say disillusioned or disensitized to certain things, but you kind of get a grasp of, okay, well, this is what reality is. Mm-hmm. And now that I know reality, <clears throat> now I know how to yes. proceed yes. with caution <laughs> and awareness. And, um, people talk about church, hurt and stuff like that. I get it. Ooh. But now I know the game, right? I, I know the game. I know how to avoid certain things. I don't get my feelings involved in certain areas. Right. Um, I'm here for a purpose, you know, um, to serve my purpose, and but also, I have the ability to understand Like if 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 um, I'm I won't sit. Around, I know what I'm willing to accept and not accept.
0: Mm. And
1: I'm I I'm I'm good enough to. I've sat home before. If I had to do it again, to, to regroup and find another place call Listening. home, yes. Even though it would be tough, I, I'm willing to do that because I understand my worth. I understand. Um, I'm not accepting any levels of abuse. You know what I'm saying? All those things. Um, so I don't know if I answered the question, but yeah, like it's just my it's just over time I just matured in, in understanding what it is and and that it's gonna sound real weird. I don't connect closely um the church as the organization to my faith, if that makes any sense.
0: No, it does. It does. And I, I agree because so going back to what I mentioned <clears throat> about growing up in a small church, I was deeply involved. But we mm-hmm. it won a lot of positions. It was the pastor, mm-hmm. his ministerial staff, which literally consisted of two other elders and a minister, which eventually I became one of them. The music president, like the auxiliary presidents, bro. That was it. The head deacon is the one who handled the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his sister, who worked at a bank, was the second, was the financial secretary who did the other mm-hmm. financial. So it wasn't like these robust. Because we had a hospitality person, but the first lady also served on the hospitality team, right? The first lady was in the choir. Right. Like it was mm-hmm. I came from that kind of church, right? So going to right. the cathedral was eye opening in a way. Mm-hmm. And I actually appreciated it because as I was I didn't I didn't get an official position in cathedral until I graduated college. So Mm -hmm. as I was learning and being a political science major and at one point (laughs) a business minor for I had to drop that joke and I graduated four years, Um, (laughs) but I'm learning about organizational structures, right? I'm learning about strategy and implementation. So when I finally get in position while I wasn't exposed to this growing up in church, I'm learning like concrete structure. So then when I get in a space and I'm now seeing what your structure is whether I agree with it or not, I understand the dynamic of this is the head, these are like the vice presidents or however you want to call them, and then uh-huh. these are like your managers and everybody's following them, <coughs> you know, right? Yep. I get it. I get it 100%. But then mm-hmm. going getting up in that joint, and you probably can attest this for real, understanding that some of those lines are really blurred. Yep. Um, there are some people in there who do not have the best interest of the ministry, or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So they are crossing over or influencing other people to work against you. Just want to do some good program. Exactly. I just yep. want to do good program. I'm not. Try- mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to be a star. I just want right. to take this piece of the ministry and yep. expand it in a way that I yep. know will impact a great amount of people spiritually and right. like from a human level as well. And when that starts to see major success. Is when those lines get really blurred yep. and people want to tap into your success, but there are leading ministries that aren't as successful. And it's like, right. you can't bring me, bring me in, let's talk. And maybe right. while I don't know the ends and nuances of what you're doing, maybe there are some strategies that I can yep. help implement, right? To help you apply so that your mm-hmm. ministry can grow. Because I want all of us to grow. This ain't just about yep. me, but I'm not mm-hmm. also, and what I used to do, um, learn, and This is one thing that young Josh did that now Josh would never do is I used to dim my light so that other people can shine. Mm. Um, I'm like you know what? We ain't gonna do that because the church ain't there yet. Mm-hmm. But the church, but if, I'm like, listen, if they're gonna approve it on the budget, if if I present it to a Pastor and he approve of it, let's go, mm-hmm. let's do it. And the, and, the, and the, when the times I took those risks, aka Fusion Conference, mm-hmm. the the fruit was there. Yep. I stepped out on the limb while nobody doing nothing we was doing except glory stepped out on the limb and boom, Mm. Mm. (laughs) we were successful. We had fruit so much. So to where my last conversation was like, can't get rid of, can't get rid of fusion conference. Got to keep that going. You know? So, so it was like all these different types Uh of things, right? Where you saw the value, but then there were other complications of why, you know, why you didn't want to invest. So I would say like, I am in a space to where I know my worth. Yep. Um. Uh, you will never get that amount of work out of me for free ever again. No. Uh, and that may sound real bad, especially I know people talk about church y'all just for money, but you gotta think about it. I was, I was working more than some full time staff members. Right. I was about to say that. Like, right. and and if you are a in
1: ministry and and a lot of, unless you're the pastor in a lot of these churches, and even a lot of the churches pastors don't get paid. Um. But you're working. In your ministry, on, on a full time basis, yeah, or at least part time, like job.
0: twenty job, twenty hours a week.
1: Yeah, so imagine, especially you think about you personally, you was in school, yes, you Two were times. working, at, <laughs> right? <clears throat> had a job, and working a ministry. So you literally, and you had a whole family. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and and even within the juggling, the family aspect of it, you know, that's the whole the conversation. Like you should have gotten, you know, compensated for that, that time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that you're literally putting that in on people don't understand this too. As, as a ministry leader, you're putting your own resources, right? Your own money into the ministry. Yes. So you're taking money from, you're taking money from, you know, not just ties and offer. You're taking money from, you know, potentially y'all family going out to eat, uh, uh, families going on vacations. All the kind of stuff to support this ministry that you're not necessarily yeah. getting th- getting compensated for. Not even even a. I think I went. The, they gave a fifty dollars bonuses at the end of the year. Like what am I gonna do with that?
0: Like you know what I'm saying? Like you we know, didn't get that. Oh, yeah. not when I was there. Um, we didn't get anything. And and the thing I'm not looking for for money, but there's no right. way that I'm putting in this amount of work, and there's no stipend. Um, yep. Even if it was a thousand dollars a month, that would not have killed that. <clears> that we came from. Mm -hmm. Uh, it would not have even when i when i was in the business and i saw what went to some of the line items a thousand dollars a month to your auxiliary leaders wouldn't have wouldn't have broke the bank no not at all at all at all and 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 but then you're mad at me when i can't Mm -hmm. come to a a meeting and i want to get into a rant about that but like but thinking about just going back into the expectations right like i'm not about to make these all these sacrifices personally when the church doesn't really care about me, seemingly right. doesn't care right. about me personally. Um, so I get it. There is a certain level of expectation and responsibility that I've agreed to
1: when mm-hmm. I became
0: a leader. But at the same time, you can't preach to me and tell me to be a good husband and father and don't give me time and space to do that. Um, mm-hmm. So when my family comes back, and I can't pay tithes if I ain't got no job. Right. right? So, <laughs> so so, like, right. you got you got to consider, I had to tell my my, my physical trainer that he was like, Josh, you can't be missing the gym. We're always out of town. I said, if I don't work, you don't get paid. So what you want me to do? Right. And I know he was joking, but I was like, we gonna stop joking like this though, because I'm tired of the joke. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> literally, if I don't work, bro, you don't get paid. So exactly. Um, but it, and it's the same thing with the church. If I don't work, I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna be sitting here like, well, God I'm gonna make a way because I was serving Him. No, idiot. I'm not going to sacrifice my job to be in right. Bible study when I know I got this this after work meeting or whatever like I'm not going to always put my job first, but my point is is that I have to make a livelihood Yep. and I think to your point, the church there are many instances specifically in the past where they were trying to guilt trip you into where you were not at this jurisdictional meeting or you was not at this mm-hmm. and you was not at that you know well if if, if you're on the work at Amazon, then let's just say that. <laughs> but I got, I, got, I have more. You know, what I'm saying I got more going on. You know, right. and, you, and I can't be expected to take a week off work to be at your jurisdictional convocation. I'm not doing exactly. that. Right. Um And then you have me at church a whole week to nine ten o'clock, and I got to be at work at eight o'clock every morning. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So something ain't adding up. So I give you all those examples not to complain, but to say Josh in one iteration would have been like, I'm at everything. This is what loyalty yep. and accountability and faithfulness looks like and that's not true no. um what it looks like is me talking to my passion say hey i know we got convocation this week we am talking in the coaching context mm-hmm. um realistically i can be here maybe two nights right maybe yeah and that's it and then like in this phase of my life both of my boys got um got sports practices every night i can be here one night right and that's it yeah. And either you're going to accept that or you're just going to be mad at me, right? And, yeah. and But also having not having the guilt around that. So I think that's the yep. change. It is eliminating the guilt, knowing my worth, and not being disrespectful, but also putting myself in a position to where if I know that I can't, here I think here's the real growth and maturity, Brian. Mm-hmm. If I know that I can't live up to whatever your expectation is, this will need me to even insert myself in the situation right. where we both going to be upset. Because mm-hmm. you're going to piss me off Trying to tell me what I should be doing And then right. I'm going to piss you off and I tell you I ain't doing it Right. So, <laughs> so right. Nights I don't even need to put myself In a space um, right. To where I'm, I'm, I am not even meeting The expectations before they even come Right and I'm not, not going to feel bad I'm not going to feel bad for making decisions
1: for me My and sanity, my fa- my yeah. myself and my family I'm not Like not you said earlier I would be like "Ooh, I don't want to let, I pass it down mm-hmm. right? I got to be there Never again. No. You know what I'm saying? And that just comes with maturity. And I and I'm not I'm not just uh, talking to anybody about who who is like that and is faithful and things of that nature. Um I don't I won't say I'm not faithful, right? Or they're more faithful. I just think it's really based off of my family, my lifestyle. Um there's certain things I'm just not gonna do, right? Mm-hmm. Um and even when mm-hmm. consider I have a three year old, I'm going to a certain service, I have to literally consider her needs, right? um is this going to be late what time we going to get home what's going to affect our bedtime Should to get to school in the morning all those things are going to come into play it's not just on a thing of just get up and just go and do things of that nature right so um that that's just my opinion i'm not i'm not my feelings i'm not feeling any type of way
0: about it bro we made that decision when we had um when when josh started actual kindergarten and Mm. ash was like what are we doing? Why is this baby at night service And, and Bible study And like again we're not getting our church to 9 o'clock And mm. we live 30 minutes away Like that's It's, it's not it wasn't feasible And right. for a season Ashley stopped coming to Bible study And Sunday night services And she would return in the summer And on school breaks and we had to explain Like dude we don't live Like we don't live around the corner Like most churches especially in Atlanta Are commuter right. churches It's mm-hmm. very rare that the majority of your con- your congregation is going to live in that area. It's yep. just not because people going to go to church where they want to go to church, like you yep. said earlier. And even in Memphis, it's like that too. Like we didn't go to the church that was in Whitehaven, even though we didn't drive far. We only drove like twelve to fifteen minutes to church, but we passed right. probably seventy churches to mm-hmm. get to Rock of Ages, right. <laughs> and not that's seventy not a ba- directly. That's not a bad yeah. And not 70 directly, but you know, between like blocks and streets, it was right. all kind of churches up and up and down the streets to get to the right. Yeah, we, yeah, it was, we were only literally about 12 to 15 minutes away, max. Yep. Uh, my parents live in the suburbs now, so they're about 20-ish minutes away, but still not a terrible commute. But at the same point, my mama will not finding, because she around, She literally is walking distance, what well, used to mm-hmm. be, he moved, from Dillard's Church. Yep. She didn't say, no, I'm going to switch over there. She continues to get on that highway. Right and go <laughs> goes <laughs> um but when you think about that with small children in context, that's not always feasible like right. the, like when they say we was in the back doing homework and that's why you barely mm-hmm. that's why you didn't graduate with honors right because you probably was writing in on your science test and right. <laughs> that ain't the right that, that ain't the right
1: answer I <laughs> I'm sorry I look you feel like that's why people don't go to church now like the yep. feeling of my parents had me in church every time the door was open yep. I couldn't go to ball games. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. I couldn't enjoy. I couldn't enjoy the world. Couldn't enjoy life, yeah. Right. I couldn't enjoy anything. So then, now that I'm older, I want to enjoy. I don't want to miss, you know, everything. Instead of taking moments where it's like, "Oh, we're gonna sacrifice to going to church this Sunday. We're gonna go to brunch, right? I spend some time as a family go to brunch. Oh, we're gonna go on vacation and not go to church. They want right? you
0: to in your vacation on Saturday. Oh yeah. So, so you, you can get back on get church. To you get church. Be back <laughs> on post.
1: And even within that, like I feel like back in the day, and I'm I'm not, you know, and I'm in leadership now. Um, but I feel like back in the day, all it felt like they cared about was you being on post. And it was a guilt trip of you weren't here, your your spot wasn't filled, and, and and not the fact of like, you know, mental health and taking a step away and burnout being real, none of that mattered. You take your vacation from Tuesday or from Monday to Saturday, be back on church on Sunday. Like, or even if you and if you miss church on Sunday, I'm gonna tell my pastor, uh, or I'm gonna ask for an excuse uh, or be excused from
0: church on Sunday. Nope. My accountability is telling you I ain't gonna be there. I'm yeah. not asking. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm out of town on Sunday. <clears throat> and that's it. And that's if, it, that's, yeah, and that's if it. that means multiple Sundays, then that's just what that means. Yeah. Um, because my like I'm in a season of my life where summers and I know we have a beer completely off subject, but I think it's important. Um yeah. I'm in a season of my life where the summer I'm on multiple trips. Mm-hmm. So like next oh. year. Next year, me and Asha are already talking about doing something with us. I know me and you, we ain't talked to our spouses about it. Have talked about ooh, what does a couple's trip look like? Right. Um, we got conclave. I know yep. you want to do the guy's trip we did. We're gonna do that again. Um this year I wanna do one of the effect fitness trips. I didn't do mm-hmm. any this year, or next year. I didn't do any this year. Uh and on top of that, work travel. That still yep. continues through the summer, right? Yep. Um, now, work don't usually affect Sundays, but if I'm traveling that much, I might take a Sunday. You're absolutely to be right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or or a Saturday. because but yep. Because that's the thing about being an adult. You really get 48 hours yeah. to yourself when yep. you're not actively working and doing other things. So if Saturday mm-hmm. is still, ain't no football games not like that in the summer, but if Saturday is still air and running and grocery shopping and stuff, what do you think I'm going to do Sunday? Listen. I'm going to sit in this house. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going right. to do everything, and I'm going to sit on my butt, and, and I'm going to turn all nations on, mm-hmm. and I'm going to listen, and if it ain't hitting on nothing, I'm going to switch to another church, Hello. and I'm going li- to listen, and then I'm going to go on by my day, and I'm going to rest yeah. so that Monday, I can actually get back to my job or get back to what I need to be doing in a way that is productive, right? Yep. Uh, excuse me. But I think all of this, Brian, and you can you know feel free to add, is that I think all of this speaks to the revolution of our relationship yep. with the church. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, like we've said before, this wouldn't even been a thought. No, you know,
1: <clears throat> no. It would it, it would have been we're going to church because we used to get uh, guilt tripped with the whole you know assembling yourselves together. Like don't miss church, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Would you, but then, nigga, we was all at home, and and we didn't hear that not one time. Forsake not assembling ourselves and together because we was all on Zoom together. Like,
0: and, and but we but 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 see that's the thing. I think. Oh, and this is going into and this is going into theology, mm-hmm. but I think the Bible we we believe mm-hmm. the Bible, <laughs> Bible to be the only infallible, only infallible written word of God. Word of God, yes. And because I grew up Koji, I believe I believe that book. I mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. I try to live my life as closely as in line to that book as <laughs> I'm a possible Hello. man. <laughs> I also, though, as an educated man, understand that while the Bible is divine inspiration.
2: Mm-hmm
0: and Revelation, and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. it is also a, it was also a, a historical text. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it is the only point of history, right? Because the Bible doesn't get into, you know, dinosaurs and all the stuff we learned in school in terms of history and science, right? right. But it is an account of history. For right. all intents and purposes, these mm. things happen. Outside of right. the parables and other stuff that, you know, God used to, like, make points, These things were events that happened, right? So if we believe, Mm -hmm. if you don't believe that, we believe that, right? We're not here to argue whether or not you believe that. I say that to say, if you take that into consideration, there were certain things written in those texts that were based on the historical nuances of that day. Uh And while it was correct in that day, as time evolves, as we've seen, right, different laws, different things change based on context of history. Yep. Yep. We can simply look at from slavery to civil rights to today. We can argue that black folk are still oppressed, and we are. Right, But we are a far cry away from being on plantations again beaten, right? right. As a way of life. We're right. not talking about legalized slavery in terms of um, the jail and all that different kinds. We're talking about like the way our ancestors were brought over here, right? So right. The, the the contextual things that our ancestors went through. While wow, those were things you needed to live by, those are not things we absolutely live by today. Right. The same thing for the word. So when they said that, forsake not yourself. You know, the assembly gathering together. We still gather. Yep. Just in a virtual space. So, right. so it's so I give you all that long explanation to say it is inaccurate for you to interpret that to say we got to be in a building. Right. When the word encourages us to gather, and in right. that time there was no Zoom, wasn't no phone, wasn't no, right. was no calls, wasn't no nothing. They just they had to gather in the way they knew to gather. And for us, we've seen that gathering takes on many different forms. I
1: was, I was about to just say, I was about to ask that. I was about to yeah. say, and, and what? So, so in your opinion, what forms does gathering include? Because the Bible, it, it's, it talks about gathering yourself together for encouragement and edification and all that kind of stuff. It never says for you to preach the word of God, you have the choir. It just says for encouragement, edification. so could that be, uh, you know, not a party, but a party, you know, a gathering at your house, just hanging out fellowship and playing taboo and, you know, having a great time. Is it at Starbucks? You know what I'm saying? Like, so what do you, in your opinion, what is, what does that look like?
0: I think, I think that also changes too, right? Because we're in a space now to where churches have small groups. Mm -hmm. Um, when you think about, I don't think people take that, that text into consideration. They talk about when your youth group, It's something as simple as go to the movies. Um, Because what it does is, if we're going to be extra, extra deep, let's be extra, extra deep for half a second. If you take a group of 12-year-olds to the movies who are all like-minded 12-year-olds, the likelihood Mm -hmm. of them getting into trouble, I'm using big air quotes here, is slimmer than them going with a more diverse group of thinking 12-year-olds. I'm going to say that right. Right. So when you're talking about the edification, if everybody in the group has made the decision, we ain't going to steal... When are you gonna do this? When are you gonna right. do that? My mama said, "Be back here." Then that that, be, that continues to build up that faith, that muscle of discipline around right. these other things. So when you get to school and everyone doesn't believe like you or think like you, right? Then you you're able to flex that muscle muscle of discipline. And not be dogmatic, but to mm-hmm. at least just infirm what you believe. So right. I think when you say gathering and for the edification and the upbuilding and all that other stuff that it describes, I think mm-hmm. that that can mean any form where we're together with like-minded faith believers. Yep. So whether that's the the business meeting, um, whatever it is, right? I'm in a space, and that's the, and I think that's what I miss the most. What I was trying to allude to is that community mm-hmm. of church. Yeah. Right. There's something about being around other saints, yeah. quote unquote. Um, that is just different it is refueling it is refreshing um especially we all have the right heart and intent like it's a it's a different level like i ain't gotta worry about drama because i'm at church you know church comes with drama but 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 in most spaces on a sunday morning or if it's just the men's fellowship which i don't go to those but uh (laughs) but you know but whatever the fellowships are like we're not i'm not anticipating i ain't on guard Right. Even if it's somebody in that space I don't like. Because especially at that last year, me and you that together, with plenty of folks and I ain't care for. <laughs> uh, but I knew that I'm going to sit with Brian. I'm going to sit with Chris. I'm going to sit with some other people. And, and if nothing else, we're going to cut up right there in right. the our little circle, <laughs> circle. And we're going to enjoy what's the, at least some level of the programming that's happening. So um, that's what I think the gathering means. It, it, it could literally mean anything.
1: Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like it could be any place, anytime, anywhere. Um And I think, you know, especially if you're like you and I, we Bible, I'm gonna say Bible scholars, Bible readers, Bible believers, we know how to read that text for ourselves. Of course, it's great to have other revelation that I might preach to us, but in a lot of cases, we can, if you're, if you're taught to be able to get the word for yourself, right? Um, there are moments where you really, you just need, I just need the other part. I just need the people to hang out with, um, like-minded individuals, um, Brooklyn to meet other kids that that are in faith, you know what I'm saying? Her singing in the choir, you know, stuff like that. The church has its own level of community that you're not getting through the the rest of the week, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. most of us we are on Zoom all week or at the house. And I think even now more than ever church needs to be that that place. Okay. Right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're going in person to where I'm on Zoom all week, right? So if I come to church on Sunday, I wanted to be an amazing, I'm coming out, I'm getting dressed for real, you know, on a Sunday, I need to be a, a great opportunity, a great community, great fellowship. I don't want any extra foolishness. I came to what I came to get and, and let's get it popping. Um, so I guess that's one one of my, I guess, piggybacking on, on that there.
0: Yeah. So I know we've been here for a while and I, maybe we can do a part two of this and bring in um, some other church boys, church people, church kids to kind of, you know, talk about the evolution of of relationship with church. Because I think, Mm -hmm. and and, and I don't know why I thought we could get through this whole conversation in one living room, because I know that you (laughs) and I have deep history, and I think we would get stuck somewhere, and I didn't think we would get stuck here. Um, Because we haven't even talked about, like, some of the really great experiences of the church that we've had, and some of the joys of leading, right? Seeing, I know for me when I led college young adult ministry, seeing some of those college students, like, develop... And this, and I'm going to say this, I know, Brian, you'll be able to understand what I'm saying. Seeing how those college students would choose to come talk to me as opposed to reaching out to their pastor yep. was affirming in a lot yeah. of ways. And it was, and, But even Pastor Mo, I will, I, let me give this, let me give Dr. Dr. Bishop yeah. his credit. Mm-hmm. We was in a one-on-one meeting, I'll never forget, he said, you're going to be more of a pastor to those people than I could ever be yeah. because of your leadership. Mm-hmm. I never expected him to say anything like that. Um, we can go into ooh, we gotta schedule a part two, but we can talk about <laughs> what that means and the security of that statement, right, and how it was not always actualized in other spaces. I was just saying mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. But I will say part of that are the joys of ministry. Um right. when I would have the opportunity to sit down with him one-on-one, even with Pastor Rogers. Yeah, we disagreed as I got older in terms. He was very as he was because he was counter traditional. He was very mm-hmm. traditional. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I remember one time as when I was ministering music, I brought a song to the choir. He didn't like it. He peace at Josh, I'm on my way. If you ain't busy, I'm gonna pick you up. We got in his pickup truck. And we, we I rode around Ray Aaron's with him and we talked for like three hours. Mm. Just back and forth on theology and everything. And so much so he called mama and said, I really like talking to Brother Josh. Yeah, I like talking <laughs> to Brother Josh. He was like, You still can't sing that song. But, like <laughs> 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 but but he was but he was willing to sit down and not just Shut me out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He gave me a yeah. perspective of why he didn't like it. I didn't agree. I went with it. Right. What am going to do? I ain't that much right. of a rebel. I ain't going to get up there and just, we're going to teach it and sing it. But I would right. say, but those are, to me, those are <laughs> joyful moments. Because mm-hmm. he could have said no, and nigga, I'm your pastor, and it's because no. Right? Mm-hmm. But even beyond stuff like that, just, I had fun in church a lot of times. Right. Um, when we talk about the aims, I remember a few of them aims. I had a good time, right? Mm -hmm. And then we didn't even talk about the perils of church. We could literally Mm -hmm. take our intro and go through church. Yep, parables, the praises, the productivity, and the pompous of, of, of church. Because there is right. a pompous circumstance in church. <laughs> Listen, hello. Oh, my the convocation itself is a pageant.
1: <laughs> holy, <laughs> holy, holy, holy. <laughs> like, official day. <laughs> oh, we in <live> the
0: program. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we I, do that but, foolishness? But I love it, though. And I love, I, it. I, I love I, it. I love it. I love it. it. I love it. And it's, even if, It's who we are. And even being in this non-denominational church, like, I remember, like, I'll never forget When I went to the first, like, their version of convocation. I was, I was comparing that thing. It's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this is not. <laughs> this is not no national meeting. <laughs> this is passing elders council at best. <laughs> Listen at best.
1: The Church of God in Christ is a grand church.
0: Yes, it's a grand church. Um, but yeah. anyway, um, as we wrap up this conversation, I know we got a lot more to go. Is there so any, much? I'm gonna give you the closing thoughts. Is there anything else you just want to wrap up with at this part?
1: Yeah, with this part, um. I, we still, if anything, we still believe in the church. I'm gonna say we that. St- I'm through myself.
0: Out of bullshit,
1: Listen, we believe in the church. If yes, sir. Flaws, issues, all. We believe in the church. I believe there's more good that comes with it. There's more yes. good that's come in my life. There's more good that uh, I produced. Everything I have in my life, right? Yes. Yes. Um, is brought about by my faith in God, right? And things I've learned. In the church, I'm not Aribel going to say that the church is perfect, but the things I've learned in the church,
0: at a bullshit, um,
1: in that is not not just Bible stuff, but speaking, um, relationship building, listen, um, all of those things. If I hadn't I been for the church, I never would I never would have learned those things. So, yes, um, I'm going to give credit to the church. This is never going to be like a, a complete bashing thing, but it's going it's going. Ooh, we're living the truth. We're going to speak yeah. truth, yeah, 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 yeah. In our in our lives through life. Our, our is truth. We got to speak our truth. But I, I'm we we I still believe in the church. Uh, I'm still gonna always uphold the church. Uh, and that's what I, I I guess I would leave uh, it, it there. I guess probably for both of us. I think we probably agree yeah, on that.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure. I, I'm not going to add anything to this. So um, with that being said, I'm going Brian. Let's head on over and um, get into some black person self care and um, move this show along. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: Ooh,
0: Ooh,
1: all right, we are here at I Am My Brother's Keeper Black Person Self Care where we talk, talk about things we're gonna do well, yes. now or later or continuing to do uh to take care of ourselves. And Josh, you have homecoming weekend coming up, Ooh, so I'm gonna start with you. Yeah. What do you plan on doing to take care of your black self?
0: Let's get into some duality real fast.
2: Yeah. I don't play that part. (laughs) (laughs) Of Of course, you can.
0: (laughs) Woo, Brian! That is my mood. I that song is why that was not our summer anthem of 2022. I I really feel like has she released Renaissance in like May?
2: Mm Hmm.
0: Break My Soul was good, but that would have been yeah. something. That would have had us in the chokehold, like, booed up. I'm almost convinced.
1: Yeah. Because it just yeah, got, yeah. It
0: got that let down the sunroof,
1: day yeah, drive party, down the day
0: brunch, just drive down the street, yeah. bust out dance. It like it literally evokes joy every time I hear the song. Yeah. Um, but that's what I'm going to be doing. Self-care for me is going to be going home. You know, you, y'all remember the video, is the elephant heavy? I'll, I'll, I'll be back, baby. Yeah, I thought I was coming back at homecoming. I'm gonna be back, and I saw that Drake did a surprise appearance last night mm-hmm. at the hip hop concert. Had 21 said, when I was in, when I was at, when when I was there. We had Common and <laughs> Ludacris and and while that's they, still not bad, they were but they were big Drake artists no. mm-hmm. at the time. Ludacris and Common never ascended to Drake status, so we yeah. did not have Jay Z right at the time who had right. been ours. Uh, who was like I guess. On that level In like 2000 Cause Drake was Drake In 2000, Like 10 But I was Graduating and stuff But he wasn't the right. Drake up today Anyway right. Like for them to get That kind of surprise And then for Drake To get on the mic To say Morehouse Quit effing with me Invite me next year Like <laughs> He decided to show up On Papa and on Twitter, And not only They had 2007 Lil Yachty opened up they had Trinidad wow. James. I mean, they I mean, gold all of my niggas in oh. a box. It's still a thing. And they had a couple of other artists who opened up. Like they had a solid hip hop concert lineup this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had Neo last night for R&B. Like say what you wanted about Neo. Neo got bops. He ain't no singer,
1: right. but he
0: got bops. Um, so that was a vibe. So I can only imagine. I don't really do those events because those are for the babies. I do mm-hmm. not mix and mingle, frolic and play. With eighteen and nineteen year olds. I am way too grown for that. Uh, that's why I ain't want no fashion show. I ain't going none of that. But this Friday night, uh, black love, young alumni situation mm-hmm. and this and this tailgating situation, and whatever I get into on Saturday night, okay, it's it's gonna right be up. it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. a uh, shout out to Buzz TV you have not read my Is, uh, is Jay Flair showing up? J-Man LaFleur will be in the building. I'm (laughs) I'm coordinating my ensemble. I wish I had my hair braided, but I didn't have time for it. But I am getting a manicure in the morning and a haircut tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to be real pretty. I'm going to be there. I made sure I worked out three, four good times this week. I'm sore right now. I pushed this body. I (laughs) said, y'all ain't seen me in three years. I'm going to snap this thing all the way together. Uh, But no, I feel like that is going to be really healing. Mm-hmm. to the social sides of me to be in the right. midst of the place that i think that made me like the place that brought me to atlanta mm-hmm. morehouse college morehouse college morehouse college bless her name whether in defeat or victory we will love her just the same and oh, we'll sing good. to morehouse college Whew, let me not do that go ahead i get caught up i'll get caught up <laughs> what are you doing for self-care <laughs> I don't
1: know man I'm uh, I, I, I going to have to find something I really don't know I don't know what I'm going to do I am going out of town uh, again
0: say, well, you Friday with me.
1: And to Saturday. It. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm going to be in D.C. this weekend okay. Friday And I'll get back home My flight doesn't land until like 7 on Saturday Yeah
0: I'll be in a lift Yeah so.
1: right yeah, I, I literally in talking about church, I literally just was like, I'm coming to early flights. I can't have time to come home, relax, and get to church on Sunday.
0: Yeah, look at me. Look at you.
1: Uh look Been at me.
0: Back in God's house. Back in the love of the Lord. All right. But that's it. Okay. I'll find something now. Yeah, do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. And then my parents will be here. I think I talk about that. So definitely um the time that I will be around them to see them and enjoy them and love on them. Um so yeah, brother, do we have a letter in the P.O. box? Uh yes. Let's get
1: we, let's get to it.
0: All right, so let's bunny hop on over to the field by Jenkins and Bradley. Alright, good people, we are here at the Post Office Box and Rodney Jenkins has delivered our letter as he always does. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to let you know that you too can be featured on the Jigsaw Podcast by writing in and asking your question to ask the Jigsaw, that is A-S-K, Jigsaw at gmail.com We will possibly read your letter out loud We will give you a pseudonym because we respect your privacy and your pronouns and mm-hmm. we're going to give you the best non-professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cicely Tyson's internet. So, with that being said, understood and accepted Brian, uh who is it that we have and what do they want? Uh
1: pronouns are he and him. Oh he him.
0: Okay, so since we talked about him a little bit, we're gonna we're gonna name this white man Norman Lear. We're gonna name him out Norman
1: the name. Lear. <laughs> Uh, I don't. They thought the letter. I don't think it's a white man, but you know that's fine. Uh, <laughs> what's going on, brothers? So first, yo to the noobs. Well, there are some
2: white <laughs> noobs out here.
1: There are some. There are some. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna <laughs> <all agree. laughs> Congrats to you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go to the good noobs. Uh, I would put. All of my info, I will put all my info in here, but that would defeat the purpose of uh, anonymity, right? Yes. <laughs> yes uh, to my question, my line brother is getting married, and I knew that there was a possibility that all of us would be in the wedding as or possibly that all of us would be in the wedding as there were 25 of us online.
0: I'm assuming he may,
1: uh-huh. would not be in the wedding. Would not be, okay. Yes, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, he only chose four of us out of the party of eight. He had no biological brothers, and some of these niggas are now are new to his life. All right. And while this may seem petty, I can't help but feel a way about being excluded. My other LBs who were not chosen aren't taking it as personal, but as me, I I care. Uh, I feel what I feel. Next month, we are going to Cabo for a bachelor party, and I don't want to bring any ill feelings to the trip. Any ideas on how to reconcile this before the trip and wedding that's in December? Uh, Appreciate y'all, good brothers. Norman Lear.
0: Hmm. Go ahead, because I have a personal story about a friend I lost from not being in my witness. <laughs> <So go ahead. laughs> Um, This is stuff. So,
1: um, okay, so I crossed in March, um, crossed on March 26th. I'm not going to do all the numbers and time and all that kind of stuff. March 26th, I crossed, right? Um, I have, since I had four of my line brothers, got married, right? One since literally crossing. got
0: married since crossing. My four. God. I mean, love was um, in the air.
1: <laughs> Right. Two of them had destination weddings. One of them had uh two of them had them here local. Uh one was right after the wedding. Um, we probably it was twenty one of us online, right? Um, none of them were my front of my back. So it made sense. You mm, that's, know. That's,
0: oh, go, here. go none ahead. None of
1: them are in front of my back. Um, and also I gave a lot of them great we I only got invited to one of the weddings because two were destinations. One was here in Atlanta, the other one was like right after we crossed so it was like you know and think about weddings you gotta add plates and all that kind of stuff so it made sense i know some of the folks on our line were invited but i didn't have any issues to where i was like you can't invite 21 of us because then 21 probably plus two is 40 some of the people at the last minute for your wedding that doesn't make any sense that's fair um my thought process with this is you know like you and i were close are close when you got married we were we weren't in your wedding did at any point we be like, and think Joss is whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, Like it was it's your it's the wedding. Things work a certain way. You, you can only choose so many people. Don't be like these church niggas. I'm sorry. We talked about church earlier. But but like there's some people who have like these thirty five people bridal parties that looks silly. It looks stupid. Right. Um, I can see if you weren't invited to the wedding. I can understand that. But for you to be like, you know what? I'm not in the wedding. It's twenty five of y'all. Right. Only four can make it. And it, in, like for instance, right now, if I were to get married, front and back might be a thing because those are, you add good front and back. And then maybe one or two other brothers on the line that I really connected with. Um, you know, like you, it, 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 to me, it only makes sense. I guess to me, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put the frat into it. I will put your genuine connection. Are y'all best friends? Y'all talk regularly. What is that like? I wouldn't just think just because y'all, our line brothers that just automatically assumes that y'all going to be in somebody's wedding or something like that. To answer the question, I going off without going too far. Um, I can't tell you to let it go. Um, oh, that, that was the name of the song of the week though. I would let it go. Cause I think you're being, <laughs> I think you somewhat being, I don't say you being selfish, but it's just, I think this is a, this is an unnecessary point. Like it's, it, you can't have everybody in the wedding. Yeah. um, But if it bothers you that much, have a conversation. Like, but I, I wouldn't. I would just let it go and just you, you've expressed your if your feelings. You, you know, it hurt you. But I just, and then like on top of that, like you doing this right before the person's wedding, like you taking this energy to the wedding. Like I could see how that could be an issue. But that's just me. What about you, Josh?
0: So I agree with everything that you say. I just want to add a couple of things, and even though. It was your example. I want to give a little context to make it make sense for him. Mm-hmm. You said very clearly that your mm-hmm. line brothers already had weddings planned this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. And you both been married. So yep. not even being invited would not have bothered me. No. Even if it was the line brother I was the closest to, only yep. because I know it's what planned. that's like. It's right? planned out. Oh, so, and when I'm planning my wedding. Like If I was joining the fret, I might have told my future wife, you know what? Let's save 10 spaces
1: mm-hmm.
0: just in case I got five of You know what I'm saying? I might right. have thought about that. But on the flip right. side, I would have been like I wouldn't have been measured like no we save 10 niggas. spaces because what if you don't even click with five of them <laughs> niggas? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or what if it's only four of y'all <clears throat> online? You know, uh, there's so many different different scenarios, right? right? right. Um, But you can also update your number by a certain date. So that wouldn't necessarily have been too big of an issue. But, mm-hmm. that's the, but the fact of the matter is that In Brian's situation I don't think Brian, Brian had a right to feel Whatever he wanted to feel That's his business as a mm-hmm. human However maturity states I know I'm probably not going to be in it right. That's been playing for a year mm-hmm. Or months at least Right, um, And I know if, and if I'm not invited I'm also not Because I went to Brian's LB's bachelor party mm-hmm. And I met that nigga once Right. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So like, that was for me an honor to even be in that space. But I knew for a fact cuz he was one of the ones that got a destination wedding, right? I remember seeing the yeah, uh, Denzel had
1: destination, yeah. Mark had destination, Smither was here and and Easy
0: was here. Yeah, and and I think I'm probably closer to Smither than anyone else on your line and I was nowhere near that wedding. Right. And so and I'm not even a line brother. My, <laughs> my point is is that sometimes you meet people in life at certain points and you have to make decisions. And if Smith had to choose between me and Brian, his actually lying brother, I would hope right. he chose. Now Brian could have felt the way if I got invited and he didn't. Now I wouldn't have even oh, been yeah. mad about him feeling the way about that. <laughs> um but when you talk about like, you know, people who are new, like how new? Are they just newer than you? Or are they right. like brand new to his life with being in the wedding? On the flip side of it, like Brian said, it's also 25 of y'all. So mm-hmm. And he only chose four. Now you saying the other, what is that? 20 was technically 24. So 24. So the other 19, because if you take away the four, that leaves 20 and you take you out. So the other, you tell me nobody inside the other 19 feel away. Somebody might feel away. They just probably just don't feel as strong as you. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, you can't you can't judge this man for picking the four that he chose. Because he may have looked at this list and said, "I right, it's eight. Uh, you say he ain't got no bio brothers and stuff like this. Okay, so he ain't got a brother. But what if what if one of those eight is a cousin? One of those mm-hmm. other four is a cousin. Um, right. What if it's a childhood friend that you just didn't know that much about? Um, what if it is a coworker who means a lot to him and his wife? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't know. But the point of the matter is that we're adults, and we make choices. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that being in someone's wedding should negate the genuine connection or real friendship that you have, and then Brian said, "Think and th- think about your relationship. Right? It's would you be his friend if you were not Lion Brothers? Right? Would you do? And even as Lion Brothers, how often and genuine do you all like talk and connect with each other today? Listen, that's the other part. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when you take the common denominator out of situations, friendships mm-hmm. and relationships suffer." Um, yep. There have been people who I was mad cool with from church or from work. And when those elements changed, I no mm-hmm. longer spoke to those people. And it wasn't because we automatically had beef, but it was because we probably would not have ever been friends outside of these spaces. So think mm-hmm. about your line. It doesn't mean that whatever all that you went through still doesn't connect you and bind you together. but. Is that the LB you go to? Is that even the person when you wake up and be like, let me check on one of my homies? Is that one of the homies that you talk to? Like, and if the answer to those questions are no, bro, you are literally yeah. you're being childish. Yeah. And I know you probably didn't write in to hear that, but I want to let you know that from from another new <laughs> from the bottom of my heart from the bottom of <laughs> sincerely, Josh. Um, <laughs> You are being childish, bro. Um, mm-hmm. um, but if you are, and even if you are the close line brother, I still think that, to Brian's point, if you want to have a conversation, have it. Mm-hmm. But be prepared for him to be like, so let me give you the quick example mm-hmm. <laughs> of the friend that I lost. Uh, I knew yeah. this guy in high school. I didn't meet him until senior year of high school. We And we became uh-huh. real cool. He came up to homecoming and, you know, came to Atlanta and visited. Every time with the Memphis was always kicking it. And then when I was, about to go on a trip to Las Vegas for a bachelor party. We were broke when mm-hmm. we think about going to Las Vegas, being that broke. Um, <laughs> I invited him. He was like, oh, so I'm not, I think I put in the message somehow, me and my my best, me, me and my groomsmen are going to Las Vegas and I'm inviting a few other friends to come. And he was like, oh, I'm not this, whatever. And he literally did not come to my wedding, stopped talking to me wow. because he thought that he quote unquote deserved. We were close enough to be wow. In the now a few things were true of why he didn't make it. LeBron didn't even know that he wasn't in my wedding. No, I wasn't. Ashley it got was. two brothers, and we mm-hmm. decided to put siblings that took up two spots. Yep. If I'm gonna be honest with you, if it was my choice, they wouldn't have been in my wedding. And
2: that's just.
0: <laughs> and I had nothing against them. Mm-hmm. But you and Chris for sure would have mm-hmm. def been definitely easy in their spots. He likely. Would have been one of those. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like right. three or four people that could have <clears throat> took those two spots. Um, my college outside of Johnny Jadarian and Jason, those were my college best friends and still my yes. co- three of my closest friends. Yes. That Makes my, and then and in his perspective, I got married right after college. Yep. Me and Kristen even started really being cool mm-hmm. until Ashley got pregnant. Mm-hmm. So that was like we had and Josh was one. So we had only really been like cool, cool for a year. Right. Me and Brian have always been cool, but like the depth of our friendship started, Mm-mm. I would say almost like right when I graduated, a little bit after. Right. Like we were cool, we would talk about stuff, but we didn't really like start texting nah. and talking almost every day no, just no, around no. when I got engaged and Ash was more in the picture and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our friendship, while I will say it goes back 15 years, like that real depth of it is like right. more of a 10 year journey.
1: Right, um, right.
0: And the same with Chris, right? So at the mm-hmm.
1: time. Yeah, at the time.
0: Yeah, like, you know, I was like, but Brian and Chris were my ushers, right? I like, I, yeah. I wanted them to share space with me still. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, so I'm mean, at what five spaces now. I think it was like eight or nine of us. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin Wayne, who I mm-hmm. look at as like the brother I never had, and I was also in his wedding. At the time, Josh Josh's godfather, um, Brian, another Brian,
2: mm-hmm.
0: was in my wedding, and relationship at that time. Right. Yep. And then one of my other You were in his wedding too, weren't and you? I was in his wedding. Yeah, but you we also sense. like really dope, right? Really close. Yep. Um, and then my um one of my closest friends at the time, Royce, we lived next door or down two doors down from each other in freshman year, and were really great friends all through college. I was invited to his wedding, but I just mentioned to you how poor I was when I when mm-hmm. I got out of college. So I couldn't afford to be in his wedding. Mm-hmm. But uh he was still gracious enough to be in mine, all that different kind of stuff. What is my point? At the time, And mm-hmm. I didn't have line brothers at the time. So let's mm-hmm. just say I did this all over the day. That lineup is so different. Yeah. It is so yeah. different. It is likely, it ain't going to say likely. It is probably those three, Jadaria, Johnny, Jason,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Brian, Chris is five. Because me and Ash ain't doing big people if we ever did that, not one other spot is likely going to my ace, Brandon. And I got, mm-hmm. I got outside of Brandon, I got seven other line brothers there's nine of us. Uh-huh. Brand is the only one. Now the other seven I get invited, but Brand is the only one that's standing up there with me. Mm-hmm. And I cause I literally talk to Brandon at least, if not twice a week, at least every other week. Because he's yeah. a teacher, super busy doing school and our schedule. But we talk we talk a lot. Let me say it that way. Yeah. I give you that context to say, one, if any of my line brothers got mad at me, they finna get read down because yeah, we have yeah. an interesting relationship with me and my line brothers anyway. <laughs> Y'all niggas be, was fighting. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we was, you know, and we reconciled just talking to that brother, you know, yesterday in a very mm-hmm. great way. So w- what am I saying? My line brothers are great. Having one representing is going to be enough because those relationships do not at all supersede what I've built with the gentleman that I just talked to. Yeah, talked about makes sense. And at the time of my original wedding, that's and that's if I do it, which me and Asher probably won't even go through all that. It was just gonna be us standing up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But um, at the time I got married originally, you know, some of my best friends today were not my best best friends at that time. Mm -hmm. And so you got to think about where you are, the depth of relationship, and even if you and even if you feel as though you're close, you got to figure out what his heart is too. And you need to be prepared if you choose to have that conversation. Me and Brian talked about consequences, the consequence of his answer. You may think that you're in a space with him that you ain't. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And your feelings going to be hurt, but you asked for that honesty. Right. Asked for it. And now that you have it, your your butt can't take it. Mm -hmm. So I agree with Brian. I say it all that to say, let it go. Yep. Let he invite, he did not invite you to Cabo because that's a lot of niggas on a guy's trip, right? Let's start there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so let it go, go to the um guy's trip with good energy, don't be trying to fight nobody, be shady, right? When it's way to come in December, put on your best suit or whatever. Um, you stroll to the heavens when you stroll uh... to the heavens the at the, back, at, the, at, the at the reception thing. you're gonna be able to share things with him that the other four gentlemen who aren't frat won't be able to share right right um, you're gonna be able to sing the sweetheart song and do all the other ceremonial husha John that the other right. people will not be able to do. you literally went through a whole process, yes. And done certain things that they have no. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, have different shared
1: experience. Like and in, in, embrace those shared
0: experiences, man. And being able to support him in that way should be enough. You should be happy for your LB. Yeah. Um. That's all. Like I don't because you, this is personal to me because boy I lost a friend. Oh. Because of this. I believe him. Um. Yeah. So anyway, anything else you want to add, Brian? Before we move on? No, that's
1: good. That's good stuff. You go to the good noob. All right. Uh, get over it though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <You're laughs> it wasn't the bun. Josh and yeah. Brian. <laughs> um, Alright, A Greater Conversation. You ready? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's go.
2: Brian, let me talk. Oh, let me talk.
1: Alright, we're here to A Greater Conversation where we get some things off of our chest. Uh, I say it all the time. Tomorrow's not promised. Cuss them out today. Josh, is there anything you want to get off of your
0: chest this week? Um... No, not this week. I th- I w- would have been Kanye and the, but I I did that last week with him being sued and making these other comments. But we talked about that in the billboard, so I ain't, I ain't gonna rehash that. <laughs>
1: uh, this is real quick and real sweet. I've been traveling a lot. Uh, all y'all that continue to stand up in the aisle,
0: Ooh. go to hell. I got some travel coming up, and I know I'm, i know it's gonna hit me. Go to hell.
1: And, and y'all be standing over our shoulders. Y'all be bumping people. Y'all be running to the front of the plane, and y'all just y'all ruin the on the offboarding or onboarding process or the planning process, whatever it's called. It's just just sit down, allow the opportunity to, well, even if you stand up near your seat, that's fine, but those that are in the back that run to the front, like, stop. And that's all I have.
0: All right. Uh, well, with that being said, understood and accepted, <laughs> this wraps up another episode Another of the Jigsaw Podcast. We thank y'all for dealing with the duality of us every single week. Um, mm-hmm. We make no apologies for we are who we are. We don't. We love God. Um, and, and we love the world. So, yes. so, so thank, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for rocking with us. Thank y'all for rocking with us and always, um, you know, being the big mama's pocket of joy that we need. Yes. Brian.
1: Uh, as always, man, we do appreciate you. We will be great without you, but we're also uh, great with you Uh, or greater with you. Um, Continue to subscribe, like, share, all those things. Go to the different places, go to the website. Uh, go to our um, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Follow Josh. I am Josh Rogers. Follow me. I am Brian Hare. Follow the Jigsaw podcast. Uh, we are looking forward to some great things in the future. Um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns you may have regarding the episode, DM us. Let us know. If you have any thoughts about the episodes in the future, let us know as well. Any guests you want to see on the show, let us know that as well. Uh, Looking forward to the future. Um, before we head out, Josh, anything or before we head out, Josh, let the people know what they need to do
0: they need to do what they can while they can Mm -hmm. in the very best ways that they can Mm -hmm. but in all of their doing please oh please Mm. do not be caught with your work undone see y'all next week love you